So, who wants to play some dead? Oh, God. I don't know, you know. Yeah, it's pretty late. <laughs> God, that would... If you wouldn't mind, Beardy, could you give us a recap? Oh, fuck. Could you? Well, it all Not happened really, no. five months so... ago. All right, I'll do it. <clears throat> so, last time on Check, Please, the group ended up heading to Ostervik and finding a way to put Lavette's mom, that happens to be in the carriage, into the stables in that town, which very suspiciously knew where it was. Smartly. Uh, all right. And then she eventually guided us to a bar slash inn for the night, which she knew where it was again, suspiciously. <clears throat> Inns are pretty easy to find in cities. <laughs> Anyways, so Lavette decided that with the group that we should all party together. Lavette got drunk, talked to her mom. There were fish involved. And then at some point, we all went to bed. It was really sad and yet fun at the same time. When we woke up, Sol explained that the world's gonna fucking end. And then there was a little shopping trip. And then we talked to Lavette's mom and she went back to the castle that used to be Glarves and now might be the parties. And we don't know whose it is specifically, but whatever. It's Siva's. It's Siva's castle now. You gave it to Siva. I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> the deed is in flux. We'll, we'll figure that out after. Nonetheless, the party found out that Sol happens to be the best compass to find Glarv, so the group that was split off, Petravian, Levette, and Sol, need to go back to the inn, gather Karis, Burr, and Vera, and head on to find Glarv, I guess. There's your recap. Ooh. Easy. It is now going to be Wednesday, the 7th of March, year 762 of the Third Era, and it is noon. The party is currently gathered in the Saltfish. Where a dead fish on the wall is singing currently. Now, whenever anyone comes into the room, uh, if they get too close to one of the taxidermied fish, it flops out and begins singing about not not worrying. Very interesting. Or a desire to go to a body of water. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, the desire to be placed in a, a river nearby. Soul will try to dispel magic. You're going to take that what? from them? What? <laughs> but, like, guys. No, this is the mark we leave on this world. <laughs> yes. I don't want to leave this mark on the world. Well, it's just Pesos Calico now. It's got so much personality. <sighs> there was just some bow before. Now it's just t- Pesos the Talking Fish. Oh, it's, I think it's weird. Else, but it is going to get them so much money. We're going to name him Salty because this is the Salty Fish. Exactly. We've got the mascot already. I believe they would call this a tourist trap. A what? A tourist trap. What's what a, a tourist? tourist? Somebody who goes on tour? Tour for what? Oh, like, oh, like a military thing. Exactly. Uh, when they're on leave, they go. They need to go to a place to drink. It's a tourist trap. Uh, I think that there's a mistranslation. Uh, Legion does not translate into whatever it is you just said. I, I do not speak party and remember. I can speak everything. <laughs> Anyways, Farah, Burr, and Karis. Is Burr still having a hangover? Uh, no, at this point, Burr is no longer having a hangover. God, I hope he didn't throw up. <laughs> Jesus. These people are damned. Yeah, it would have melted right through everything. There's just a pile of, like, a puddle of acid that's, like, dug a, a fucking hole in the ground outside the bar. He doesn't appear to have a hangover, but he is hanging with Karis, and the two of them are quietly talking. Are those two okay, Vera? To be honest, I haven't been listening. Oh, um, okay. Are we going to get out of this shitty town anytime soon? I mean, it's not... Yeah, it's pretty normal for Vera. <laughs> <clears throat> 
Did you get in a fight with someone here or something there? What's going on? I just don't like this town. But why? There's nothing here for me to do. It's never bothered you before. You Does it doesn't matter? We're here to fight Glarv. Why are we doing in this damn bar? There's no need to get raise your voice, Farah. Just want to get out of here and get moving on our mission. We've come here to grab you, uh, Karis and Burr, to leave. Vera will get up and head out the door then. Okay. Lavette, am I... I know she's mad at me about earlier, but... I don't think so. What's going on? Like, am I am I that much of a monster to her? She's just been really mean. It's hard to tell you, Vera, if you haven't been sincere. Yeah, but like, this feels like back when she first met me. I didn't know how then. I guess I remember that painting, you know, but I, I didn't... If there was any lunatic shun before I met you, so I, I don't know about that. I just... I know she's not treating me this way because I'm an elf, but is she treating me this way because... No, I think she's just left out about the fight with, with, about the elf. I think she's just scared. Doesn't want to tell us. Me too. But I'm not hiding anything anymore, so... And, I mean, we hear about this, so we die trying, right? There's no other options. We can't just let them run around. Yeah, anyways, I'm gonna go grab Karis and Burr. Can you check on Vera for me? I don't think she wants my company. Yeah, sure. We had a funny moment last night, I'm sure. We'll be sick as sieves. Sick as sieves? No, that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> Who's seasick? What? No. You two, go check on Vera. I'll grab Garrison Burr real quick. BRB! Right. I'll go check on Vera. Vera's dead. <laughs> <laughs> this is a no! Why this is what's happened to me? <laughs> I was just getting to know them. Yeah, Vera's just outside, probably leaning against the building, just tapping, just waiting anxiously. Well, how are we going? Well, so it is gazzling the assholes and they would be on my way. Lovett's like, oh, I don't really want to calm you down. I just don't want to be ma- you to be mad at me. I, that's that's good enough. I can. That, that's close enough. So, while Lovett is near Vera, not comforting her, <laughs> Sol walks over to Karis and Burr. Hey guys. Okay. Karis and Burr look up from uh, look up to you from their the table they're sitting at. Oh, hey, good morning. Good morning, Karis. Burr. Good morning. Where's um. Where's Nessa, by the way? Burr looks around, uh, not seeing anyone, and Karis looks to you and says, Well, um, I'm not exactly sure. Uh, I think, I think that he might have left. Yeah, I think that, I think that he left with that bartender. Oh, well, I hope he has a good life then. I hope he has a good life. (laughs) Anyways. They certainly seem to hit it off pretty well. Yeah, just like you two. (laughs) Yeah. They, they both kind of look a little uncomfortable at that, actually. Did I hit a nerve? Uh, no, no. Uh, are we are we about ready to go? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna start heading out. Um, apparently, I think I can I think I can find Glarve with my strings. So. Oh, wow. Okay. Speaking of strings, can I look at the connection between Karis and Burr really quick? Uh, yeah, you can. You wanna you wanna focus on that? Yeah, I would love to. It's still there. It's just it's a bit duller. Then you remember it, if you've ever looked at it before. Oh, shit. Either something happened last night or Karis found out. Oh, fuck. Shit, 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 shit. Cool. Well, let's get on the road then, okay? Yeah, whenever we're ready. Karis will get up and start to gather her things. Soul stops Burr really quick as Karis is leaving the room. What the fuck happened? (laughs) Um, I think alcohol has odd effects on my mind. I... What did you Said say? Thing. <laughs> I I don't know. Things that I would have normally kept from people I was saying without 
thinking about it. This is my own fault. I'm not even sure. Some of it I don't even clearly remember. Cool, 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 cool. Cool. Good to know. All right, let's get going. Dude, it's fine. She's too good for him. I mean, it's true. <laughs> it's but I, I, I don't want her being mad at me. <laughs> no, but I figure. I mean, personally, I thought the reason was just that they suddenly realized that they were both like children in a children romance, and that it's not gonna last. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's a, it's a, it's an insane thing. And also that Burr is significantly more child, despite being significantly older. And I feel like yes. that probably makes it really hard to be a healthy relationship. Hi there, my name's Sol and I understand the sentiment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the lot of you head out of the saltfish, and you want to head to where? The stables, to okay. gather our cart to follow that string. Okay. You gather your stuff from the stables, and one of the stable workers will just sort of kind of nonchalantly ask, you know, where you're off to. Why were you heading off after this? I don't know. In a direction? Soul shrugs at the person as they're just brushing their horse to get it ready. They they seem off-put by your answer. I don't know how we all going at all, dude. We didn't really figure that out, did we? We didn't even knew someone who knew the area around here, so it would make it uh, Guys, we just gotta follow my string. Oh. It's not about areas. Oh, I misunderstood. Why are you scolding? Soul looks at the stable hand. Can I look through them and see if they're hiding something? It looks like a stable hand. Can I detect magic, I should say? Yeah, the stable hand is a normal, average human. He doesn't, Disgusting. doesn't appear to have any secret superpowers. Or Look, I didn't know if this like was a, an incognito person. A secret dragon or uh, a god in disguise. <laughs> he, he appears to be a, a man who works at a stable, who was asking a very innocuous question about where you were heading. Okay, but what about the barkeep? Is he a demon? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, shit. Soul's just a suspicious person now, I guess, at this point in their life. <clears throat> Sorry, we just don't really know. We're kind of travel with the wind kind of people, but... Oh, well, just uh, in, in that case, be careful. If you wander around here too much, you might run into the wood wraith. What's a wood wraith? Oh, it's the wood wraith. Sort of the boogeyman of these parts, right? Just be careful. How, how big? <laughs> Soul starts Jeju. I wouldn't have said otherwise, but the way you're dressed, you look like you might be a noble. And, uh, well, it's not safe around here for their kind. Oh, this is all like me. But I'll take Sean. Actually, it's a plenty of times I'm gonna get Archie deployed ASAP. There's a right. low guttural growl that's very soft, but coming out of Soul's throat. Do I know anything about the wood wraith at all or anything? Yeah, uh, can no, we do... it doesn't sound, from, doesn't sound familiar <laughs> to anyone. Not even with checks that we could do? Uh, no, because this is all relatively recent, so you haven't been in this area. Being a bard only gets you so far. (laughs) Anyone have 20 bucks thinking that Wraith might be G? (laughs) You mean Claire? All right, make it not fun, Vera. It's fine. (laughs) 20 bucks? What what am I going to do with Dale? What are you going to do with Chisel? Yeah, I mean, we've already got Chisel. I don't think we need 19 now. Uh, Chisel looks worriedly at the rest of the party. Well, we're not going to replace you, buddy. Don't worry. Guys, we're just going in a direction. We deal with our problems. Whatever. Also, I'm better than a noble, thank you very much. So Vera is going to go to the cart and say, So do we need this, or are we leaving here for now? If I look at the string, it just goes... It, it only goes east, correct? Yeah, it goes east and it stretches on to the distance, yeah. I don't know how long this goes for. Should we go up by foot? Uh, what is in that direction? Is it woods? Is it lake? You guys can tell that it is to the east, but you're not sure where. So there's a little bit of lake to the east of you. But beyond that, there's a river. And beyond that, there is a set of mountains. That's the Bastion Mountains. 
Didn't we talk about that there was a underwater rune? Yeah, but that's where adventurers go to get stuff, pretty much. Okay. So there's a possibility yeah. it could be the lake, but it also might not be. Gotcha. So that's why we just have to follow the strings. All right. So Varad hops on the cart. Okay. So we'll hop in front with you like normal. Get in, kids. All right. The rest of the, well, the NPCs at least, will load up into the vehicle. We'll see if these horses need to swim. <laughs> they won't need to swim. I'll reach up for Archie. Uppies. Yeah, I, Uppies from my robot, and, I, and and have him just fly and carry me next to the cart. Ah, uh, good old Archie. All right, in that case, uh, Archie will pick you up. Petravian will mount Chisel and ride alongside. Burn Karis in the back again. <laughs> yep, Burn Karis in the back, and uh, the full amount of the group now, so that's good. You guys You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so... You guys head out east from Ostervik. You leave the city and you travel into the surrounding lands. I'm assuming that Sol's going to continually check the string to make sure oh, yeah. you guys are heading in the right direction. Correct. Okay. In that case, I would like a survival check. From me. Uh, from whoever is driving the carriage. Well, or, or rather, leading the group, I should say. That would be good. Leading the travel. All right. Met is a 30. Nice. Oh, 30. Beautiful. Okay. Well, in that case, by listening to the directions from Sol and also watching the terrain, you're able to avoid any kind of pitfalls or ruts in the ground or anything dangerous for the cart, even though you're going kind of off-road. And it's still a very smooth journey, and you all head east past the lake, and then you get to a river. It's going to be a couple days' journey. Okay, so it's two days overland. Everyone's munching on good beetles. It's true. That's Delicious. just our food now. So is there anything you want to do over those intervening two days? So I think days. for the most part, Vera's just driving and having Sol tell them where the quest marker is. <laughs> well, after two days of travel, you guys will come across a river. This appears to be what feeds into the Ost Lake. It is wide enough and deep enough that you think it's going to be difficult to get the carriage across. What would you like to do? Not cork the not cork the wagon and ford the river. How how wide is it? No no no. The river's probably between twenty and thirty feet wide here. Oh okay, that's not too bad. But the, the water moves relatively rapidly as well. No, so. I mean for the cart, it's a problem. I don't know what we'll do about it, but I think we can leave it behind and get crossing the river. I don't think the horses or carriage can go though. No, unsinkly so. But no, we don't really need the blings then, do we? If anyone doesn't no. want to fall to leave out, Alchi can belly us across. I can fly across. I think Karis is the only one who can't fly, and I can grab her. So. Oh, yeah, well, you have to do that, because Alchi cannot. I-, I know. I think I'm the only one other than Burr who can touch Karis, and I can touch her without getting harmed. So how deep is this river? Uh, it's difficult to tell. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. I'm going to burn a wild shape okay. and turn into a large, giant water beetle. Ooh. Nice. All right. Go ahead and burn a wild oh. shape charge. And Oh, that's that. Oh, you can that was it. you. So. Which is horrifying. That's that. <laughs> oh. Bravo, Baron. So oh, I'm swimming. Really nasty looking. Karis. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> uh, so... If I was going to swim under and just see how the water is, like, just depth-wise, if we could even okay. 
yeah, do anything with the so cart. So as you get in there, it's actually deceptively shallow. At its deepest point, it's only about six feet deep. But it, the water is moving relatively fast. So it's still going to be a difficult swim if you want to swim across it. Beardy. I do have what? two bull strengths we could catch on the horses. Can I just carry the fucking carriage and horses? Go god mode. I thought about Archie carrying the horses, Godling. but frankly, I thought they'd be very distressed. Yeah, I know. I don't want to scare the horses, but I think I'm big enough. It'd be really easy if we can just blindfold the horses and then you can do it. Yeah. I don't know, blind. Would that do it? Would they be okay with it? Horses are actually really I, dumb. I know that. Uh, <laughs> they, they think they're not alive when you cover their faces and they can't see anything. <laughs> just like they, just, they just stop existing. It's really weird. It's, it's really it's... fucking weird. Schrodinger's horse, but a mental <laughs> really state. Weird. <laughs> am I alive or am I dead? I guess what I'll just life? stand here until I starve to death. So, are we able to do this? Or... Um, Archie can lift a horse off the ground, yet. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's, that's just an option. Do we want to do that? Do we really need the cart to come with us? That's my question. We don't want the horses to die. I suppose. I'm, yeah. Burr will speak up, and he'll suggest that, you know, if you'd like, he can move the, the horses and carriage across for you as well. Oh, I can probably. I think I'm big enough. Well, I might be bigger than you now. questioning the ethics of it at this point. There's an eyebrow raise. What? Nothing. I- I think you'd be quite surprised. I have a question for everyone. Are, are you, like, in a triangle formation, just, like, talking this out and stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all of a sudden, a the giant, large water beetle mm-hmm. is going to just, like, crawl up. It's going to nab Petravian and start bringing him across <laughs> the <laughs> Just eat him? <laughs> just like a fucking monster. <laughs> just watch him go. <laughs> These two really long front arms, like, grab you with, like, these hooked, like, appendages at the end of these long arms. Just put you on its back. And then it scuttles its way back across the water with these little flaps it swims oh, we're with. we're just having our conversation. Just don't even... And the whole time, it's like, it's mouth pe- Its little mouth plates are always clicking. What? <laughs> <laughs> so gross. I hate bug mouthpieces clicking. Oh. That's okay, it's not a bug, so Yeah, it's you're an safe. insect. <clears throat> oh my god. Dab on the haters. Dab 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 dab. I hate all of you. So. I love you guys so much. So Petravian Petravi gets shuttled across and is now on the east side of the river. Bye buddy. Oh. Oh. Look, Burr, I can take care of this or you can take care of this, or we can do this together. What's your job? He looks to Karis and looks back to the rest of you and says I think that we should work together. And he says that as if he thinks that's the right answer. That's what he's yeah. supposed to say. <laughs> okay, what the hell? Yeah. Alright, are we moving the horses? I think we got this. Yes, we are! <laughs> Calm down. Just go. Did Petra de-summon Chisel before he got kidnapped? No. Okay, I'm gonna no. go over to Chisel. And I'm gonna be like... Chisel snorts? Alright, buddy. Uh, if you want to get the claws... Then uh, you have not got a gentler option than big guy here. He'll be really good with you. So if you want... Chisel, Chisel like, looks down at you, mm-hmm. snorts again, and then just kind of, like, prances across the river. Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's a deer. That's his thing. I didn't know how deep it was. He's real big and... Yeah, he's a big yeah, deer. He's a, he's a big fucking elk. He can swim. I just imagine this 
like him tripping. Like this is, doesn't happen, but just him tripping and then uh, just a, a screaming. <laughs> just, but notably, <laughs> Petravian. <laughs> notably, Petravian could have easily walked across because he's seven feet tall, and it's only six feet. Oh, tall. I missed that part. That's oh well then. Yeah, it's it's the, not the that river's... deep. The river's only six feet deep, but it's the water's moving oh, very strong, so it's, it has a strong it's current. twice as big as me. That's enormous. So the elk swims across with no issue and stands over next to Petravian. Snorts again. Sol bows to Karis. May I carry you, my dear? Uh, yeah, that would be great. So Sol lift up Karis via bridal style and let some wings just show on their back and just fly across <laughs> the river. How many pairs? Let's do three. Three pairs of wings sort of unfurl off of Soul's back, and the two of you are lifted off the ground, and you head across the river. I gently set her down, and then I go fly back to help her with the cart. So the horses are unloosed from the cart itself. I and... blindfold them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. As soon as you're done blindfolding all the horses, Burr is going to shift back into dragon form, and basically scoop up one horse at a time. And fly it across the river. Or rather, just walk it across the river. Oh, okay. Because yeah. Burr's capable I, of walking bipedally. I guess Sol will just float a horse over. It looks huge compared to them. Well, Archie will help out. So as, after Chisel has this whole thing, then I'll turn over to Archie and be like, I'm sorry, buddy. You'll get to pet them soon, I promise. Uh, <laughs> but it's us get the horses. So we'll, go, we'll, we'll help Burr with that. Sorry, can a large creature fly a medium creature? Yes. Okay, I'm going to grab a horse, too. <laughs> okay. And then I guess I'll get the cart last after my horse is done. All right. Well, in that case, everybody shifts, shifts stuff across the river, and in very little time, you have found yourselves on the east side of the river. I do that cart with one arm, by the way. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. Soul is an anime character now. That's that's basically the long story. <laughs> you follow anime things. All right. Well, you are now on the east side of the river. Is there anything you want to do, or just continue along the route? So Vera's going to turn back into human form and just ask Sol. So, is it this direction still? Sol focuses on the string. Yeah, it's still to the, roughly due east from here. Still east. So before we go, I have a real question for you guys. Okay. And it's hypothetical for a while, but it just... It's been on my mind, and I need to ask. At this point, was there, could you imagine anything that any of us could say or do that would make the last of you turn back, not do this? Yes. And what was that? Be? I don't really want to say. I can't make you say anything you don't want to, but it sounds like something you might need to know. If there's something that would make you turn back now, we should probably... Oh, I, I, I thought you meant literally just like right Maybe now. Yes, I mean right now. I mean, in general, if there's something that we can do right now that would make you from turn back, and there's what? something... T- turn back from what, though? I guess I should ask the specifics. <laughs> this fight was... That, that's an interesting question. Why do you have to ask that? You've tried to be our leader at this point. Where are we yet? Vera's the leader. What? I'm just you've... taking us here. You've always been the leader. Vera, just eyebrow raise. Hmm... <laughs> Wait, does no one agree with me on this? Look around at the rest of the group. So, Vera is a leader of her own thing, yes, but you've been pushing us in every direction and uh, picking us up when we're down. If anyone is going to be called out as a leader to you. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. So you're, you're a protector of the world now, you little godling, 
I'm not the protector yet. Let's remember that. Change the nature of our dynamic. And what we're doing now is we are defending the world. And we're defending it by your lead. Which is why I can't turn back from this. I just... I don't know if I want to hurt him. Why would you not want to hurt him? Because I think he might be like me. What? What? Godling? Well, he is. Right. Okay. I didn't realize that, actually. Um, We're both part of the well, eight. I, I thought it was more hierarchical than that, but... Um... Nope. Are you planning on bringing people to your estate and murdering them, eating them? No. Because that's what Glarv does. I don't think he had... I get that this is a losing conversation. No, Never mind. I, no, it's not about well, it's not about winning or losing. We want to understand because if you feel this way when we answer... Well, Vera needs to chill then. I need to chill? I'm sorry that I have something against the murdering god. I don't know. She's been super mean lately. Yeah, that tends to happen when someone says, Oh, by the way, I might destroy the world. I'm not going to. And the fact that you don't believe in me really fucking hurts, Vera. The door to the carriage pops open. Karis pokes the head out. Is everything okay? I'm fine. No. I, I heard shouting. Are we under attack? No. But you might want to be part of this conversation as well, guys. So, I trust you. But I need to make sure that the hive is safe. I need to make sure this goes right. I promise you there's anything I can do, I will protect this world. You have to believe in me. Hey, Vera, I've got some bad news for you. If there's anything I've learned in the past few weeks, it's that you cannot make sure that anything is safe. And no matter what you do, it might just not be enough. That's a shit way to think. I will do everything I can to make sure the hive doesn't get hurt again. If that's not enough, you can't blame yourself. If it's not enough, I should blame myself because I need to be better. Beardy, you said it's been two days? Yeah. Okay, then I've had that conversation. Well, guess what? I have Mellifera's fucking blessing on my side. This world ain't going down, okay? What? I went and visited her. I spoke to her. What? She gave me her blessing. So maybe you should trust in me then. Since your god does. I don't know if you've noticed, Soul, but I haven't run off. And stop making it so that I feel like I have to. Vera, you have to understand that treating people this way causes them to do things like that. When we were in the bar, you talked about the world ending as if it was a th- okay option. I need you to understand that it's not. I can't lose this. You won't. I'm not going to give up the world so easily. I'm going to do everything in my power to keep it going. I know, that's... Why we're here. Well, that is frowning, actually, at what Vera is saying. So, Vera, I've got to ask you, what if Evelise of the whole hive just was obliterated by something that out of your control while you were gone and you are still alive? What, what would you do? What do you do next? I'd build it up again. Then it can't go away, can it? The only thing that can kill it is if you die and you're dead and you chaos, you're not worried about anymore, you got your chance to rest. Actually, I, I don't think it can die even if Vera does. I don't Just think another so, druid would be chosen, I think. No. If that's, that's how most religions were. The only thing you can be responsible for is you. I'm, I'm taking from someone who is having a really, really hard time believing this herself. I have a responsibility to my family to make sure they're safe. Huh, me too. I have a responsibility 
to make sure my family's safe. That's the whole point of the protectorship, in a way. Making sure everyone's safe. I wasn't disputing that. I just ask that you just give me a chance. Calm down and see things without getting uppity. What do you mean, give you a chance? I'm I'm not not giving you a chance at all. (laughs) It's the way you talk to me, Vera. What? It always feels like you're looking at me like I'm a bad guy. I was upset in the bar. I haven't been upset at you directly this trip. Except for right now. Well, yeah, you brought up Glarv. Glarv truly seems to be evil. He doesn't seem to regret what he does. I think that's just years and years of just dealing with with what happens. Regardless, if it's a pattern that he's destined to continue until he is or perishes or ends the world, uh, then just for the safety of others. That's why we're doing this. Sometimes bad things happen to people who don't deserve it, but it needs to happen. I would like to quell these reservations or to seek into them, because I'm also having some thoughts, but I, I see no reason to turn back now. We've gone too far. Would you like to at least air out those thoughts so that you might feel a little bit better? I think I might be playing out of my league in this game with chess, so I, I don't know that it really matters. Well, you haven't... You have told us some of these things that this Isha has told you, but I'm a little confused on the nature of your relationship, and I, I can't help but feel like we are doing the enemy a favor. By getting rid of Clark? Perhaps. I don't know. If you know any reasons that we would be, I'd like to know. But I'm just trying to figure out... <laughs> I've been making a lot of big mistakes lately, with very good intentions, and I'm trying to break that happen. Okay. I'll let you know at least what I've been told, okay? Thank you. Archie puts a hand on Lovett's shoulder. I put my hand on his hand. Ish has said that it would be regrettable for Glarv to go, but he understands that it has to happen. In other words, I think he gave me his blessing to get rid of him, but it's not a necessary thing for him, on the other hand, because he still needs eight of us. Does that mean there will be a replacement immediately? Well, it took them a long time to find me. So? Yeah? Why do you seem to talk so positively about Ish? <laughs> he lied to you. And immediately, yes. He is trying to destroy what you love. I just, I also understand where he's coming from. I don't know if that's because I live a semi-long life to begin with. But, or the fact that I've lived a very sheltered life, except for this year. But he's very kind, and, well, it always feels like he cares. A lot. Who was it that we saw in the, like, spectral world when Glarv transformed at this side? Did that actually look like Ish to me? Yeah, roughly. Roughly? Okay. Because we assumed it was... Ish. uh, The enemy. Yeah. Like, the big bad. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. He seemed quite amused when Glarv transformed and started devouring everyone in the room. I think the part of the problem here is that the nature of deceit is to be well, dishonest. So if he seems a certain way, but the, the logic of his actions uh, end up producing a different result, you need to look at the reality. The intentions could all be 
Not only could they be good but lead to bad actions, but they could just not be good. He could be pretending to be this person. I would imagine that a, a creature from hell would be really good at that. But we are here where we are, so hopefully that's not the case. In any case, I don't know. It's... I just... Oh, I just want to make sure we're not making a huge mistake. Again. I don't think we're making a big mistake, but I also don't know what we're doing is actually beneficial anymore. Glara's been replaced. No. No? He He's still part of the eight. There's exactly eight of us. You can't replace someone who's still alive. You can't use your membership or something? It's not like a... You cannot be excommunicated? No. No, not really. I mean, you can just not be in the talks oh, with the group. Pretty tight club. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty exclusive, but the only... I think the only way to release someone is for them to die. So the looking for a more suitable candidate, so... Probably, because, again, he was a quick change around compared to the others. Oh boy, alright, that doesn't sound good. Frankly, it doesn't sound like it'd be our problem, it'd probably be... Be someone named on a completely different world or something? Or is it all from here now, I guess? Well, he can't leave this world, so... No, but if he dies and he is replaced, is it somebody here? Or is it somebody somewhere completely Well, because different? he's stuck here, he can't get to any other worlds to contact anyone to... Right, so it'd be someone here. Yes. Apparently the world's really fucking big too, guys. Like, whew! Oh yeah, it takes us forever to get places. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. What? Nothing. I just... I recently went on an adventure with Biff. <laughs> Why do you go with Biff? Yeah. I needed him to talk to Symphonia. Also, she gave me her uh, response to my invite. Her RSVP, I think she put it. Oh, oh. How how was Melifera? Oh, she was really nice, actually. It was kind of like listening to a song when I talked to her. There's just all these voices. And... <laughs> Um, she was really nice about all the work that I've helped you do, so she, you know, she gave me a nice little warm thing, and it's, it's like inside me, I guess. <laughs> Vera will, like, is looking at you, and then just, like, turns the focus back on the road, but there's a smile on her face, just knowing that you actually, like, talk to Melifera. Yes, she's real. <laughs> <laughs> she's not just the imaginary friend in my head. Mm. I might have played in more chaos and I might do this whole conversation, but uh, at least we have this information out in the open now. It's not looking super great, actually. It looks like if we we go and kill Gal, then uh, this factor or something uh, goes away and it's replaced by probably somebody very competent and evil. That's what my guess would be. That doesn't sound good. Maybe it could be a good person like me, though. Well, are you on the voting table now? Is something like that? Is there a way you can influence this? <laughs> I don't know. I Well, technically, if I have any people who I might think would be good for it, Ish did ask me. So, there are five of us. That's not enough. Soul glances at Vera. <laughs> you want more people to join? Well, I'm just saying, so hypothetically, if we just replaced all of the devils with good, competent people, then we could just 
undoes whole plan of eating the world and all that shit. But what is the point of the group? Isn't it to destroy this and go... And then, like, Vera makes, like, an egg shape with her hands. <laughs> so we'll project one in your hands for you. So, are they just infinitely replaced if, if they are kids? Does that mean they are eight right now? That the, the last one that was kids is... Okay. I, I literally keep saying there's eight of us right now. I don't know how more plain oh, I can I be with us. Okay, well, no, I'm having an existential crisis. I didn't turn out different. Maybe it's something I thought I expected a little bit, but I'm not very well. It would not how I was hoping it would. Is Petravian listening to this at all? He's just listening. He has no. He doesn't have any questions necessarily. I forget what is what is Petra's mission again. Just to protect, protect the protector. Okay. To protect the protector so that they can do what they need to do. So we're keep we're continuing on trekking over. Okay. We're just getting the horses back, unblindfolding them. Soul's grumbling the entire time. No, the conversation goes on for at least another two Wait, hours. We're just going. I saw we help. I don't know what's happening. I don't. We need to talk to Corona about the plan. Yeah. Because we were going to talk to Corona. I don't. Oh. We're literally stopped and figuring out if we want to do this. Oh, I thought we'd been like no. Trying this whole time. We have stopped at the end of the river. La di da di da. Let's get on the road. Okay. So, are you guys ready to continue east? Yeah. While we're on the road, I would like to talk to Karis. So it's a private conversation, but I don't care if we're. In, uh, I mean, I guess Burr is there, but I don't really. Fucking, like he is Fuck massively unimpressed, Levette, with his drunken behavior at this point, and she just thinks of him as like an animal like at this point not quite that bad but she's just like he's gonna leave us soon he's and he's not gonna he's not gonna interact with anybody who could he could tell that would like have an impact on it you know he'll go tell his dragon buddies and they'll be like sure that happened yeah okay so anyway so Gally, so i think we have a problem uh what's that it might not be filmed just yet but the colonna might be filming a hit squad against sword so I think we need to make some plans for that and keep an eye out. That, what's, what's our goal? What's, what's the end game here? I just don't want to lose anyone else. That's my end game. That's all I do. One saving the world is usually a big part of that, but if it also means countering a bunch of heroes or would be heroes who think that someone's a bad person and needs to get get them later, then do that too. Whatever it takes. All right. I mean, I don't plan to make enemies with Corona, but I do want to make Plan B, you know, just in case this does happen. This is a, a weird situation we found ourselves in, because it means that if we want to save the world, we have to let Soul die, No, I we guess. don't have to do that. We, there is another option. There's always a solution. People will fuck all it and sabotage it, but there's another way. Maybe we can figure a way to return Soul to normal, and then we don't have to worry about any of that. That's the answer, if we can find a way to pose this thing out of them. Or just, I don't know. I mean, everyone is so caught up on power being good and this power being evil, but I think we've been giving lots of examples of this not that simple. I think of Mithilda can peacefully rule a nation for hundreds of years. There's not a reason that Sol can't be uh, a good person as well and, and use that power for good, no? I hope you're right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, maybe, maybe they need to get somebody like Book to keep stock. But if we can make the bookkeepers or something like that. I mean, so made a fish. Well, Altio is learning pretty fast, and I don't know how long he can stick around. He might be able to stick around for a long time. If Sol could make that fish, maybe Sol could make something like Book. That's true. But we might have to do it for them. We need to 
keep an eye out. We need to make channels that the friends we make on the future, we need to keep stock of what they can do and who gets close to Sol and uh, when these things go wrong, I suppose this Sol spy network thing is probably going to help a lot with that as well. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so too. I really do. I hope that we are not unwittingly becoming this weapon too. So I want to keep an eye out for that as well. You will have to do something pretty crazy to me. Pretty messed up to make me want to help Sol. So I don't see that happening. It may not be up to us. Only do what I can. That's all we can do, right? So we're on the road now, correct? Yes. Or quote unquote road. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's, I'm, that, I'm done, I guess. So that, like, it, that's kind of circular at this point. Well, in that, uh, another day will pass, and as you continue following the string, you end up at the base of these mountainous foothills. <sighs> so it appears that Glarv is either up in these mountains or possibly on the other side of the advanced time by a day, which means it is now the 10th of March. Do we go through or around or over? <laughs> I think you and me are the only ones who can go through the mountain. <laughs> Ah, uh, that's pretty good. I like that. I don't know. Given enough time, I'm sure she could make it. Yeah, but I mean, immediately. Yeah, wait a minute. Uh, Petravian just uh, <laughs> standing on the ground, he goes, whoop, whoop. Not as fast as me. <laughs> so, I assume we climb or fly. I can at least fly Karis up. Well, is it going up the hill? Mountain? That's a good question. Does the string have a z-axis? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to tell, but it... it does maybe seem to tilt slightly up an angle. It's a little bit up. So it's possible that it's up in these mountains. Could I do could I do a knowledge geography check if I know of any strange occurrences in this region? Yes, you can. Give right. me a knowledge uh, geography, also a knowledge history. Right. May I do both? I'm going to give myself a guidance as well. That is a 25. Okay. Uh, 31 for my history and a 22 for my geography. Okay, okay. In that case, you know that the Bastion Mountains are the mountain range that separates the Kintao Empire from Vil. They're a very old mountain range, so they're not particularly tall mountains. I, I guess a good way to think of them is a lot like the Appalachian Mountains or the Smoky Mountains, right, in the in the U.S. So they're a very old, old mountain range, so they're, they're typically more rounded than, like, craggy and sharp. Like, they're not, they're not ge- geologically new in that respect, so... They tend to have wide valleys between them, uh, lots of forests. You guys have been up in this area for like, a long time ago, so you know that this is all kind of a heavily wooded area that was sort of rife with fey creatures in the past. Uh, as far as your histories go, uh, Sol, you know that with the 31, there were a number of old temples that were constructed in this region. To various gods in the past that have gone abandoned. One of them is the Temple of Melifera, but you know that wasn't the only one. What were, do I know the other ones? Not specifically, no. But I know there's another Temple of Melifera, not the one that we're used to. Do you know there were other temples? Not, I'm, I'm not saying that they're Melifera specifically, I'm saying that there are other, there were other abandoned gods. Oh, okay. All right, well, we might come across some temples while we're exploring here. Good. Could be a good place to start. True, but for now, I suppose we fly slash climb. I think most of us can fly. Sol looks at Petravian and Chisel. And Karis. I can take care of Karis. Okay. Because she doesn't affect me when I hold her, because godling powers. Can you move uh, the little stone, Claudia? I, well, I could cast Carry Companion. I, 
could carry both you and Karis. Easy peasy. Uh, Burr will mention that he can carry the elk as well as Petravian if need be. I'm having a flashback of Falcor just uh, for a half second. I'm like, wee! No. Oh no. He's not. You're not going to ride him. He said he'll carry you. Aww. He's not going to have suffered the indignity of being ridden. Yeah, so he can do that. That's fine. Uppies. Karis, uh, I've got you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you're welcome. Oh, you can't see this call. Vera, do you All right. have your flying? Oh, I'm fine. Okay. And Vera turns into a medium-sized honeybee. Excellent. Uh, follow my lead, I guess? <laughs> so everyone takes off and flies in one way or another. Uh, you guys leave the carriage behind and mm-hmm. the horses behind. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to end really up no dead. Way for them to, there's really no way for them to get up the mountain. Oh, well. Uh, my question is, do you let them off of the, like, do you, unhin- do you unhook them from the carriage? Yeah. Or do you yeah, it would up? be unethical to leave well, them. We, we could tie them up with, like, rope to trees and stuff so that they have, like, places to graze, potentially. Uh, long rope? That would mean we'd give up our rope, though. I'm fine with it if you are. Sure. Okay. We have a bunch of flying people, so... All right, so what we do, we unhinge the horses from the carriage, but we give them long leeway with, like, 50 feet rope or cut in half or something so that they have areas to go around. However, that means if a monster comes, they are stuck there and will die. Yes. Yeah. They're going to die, guys. We're just going to have to accept that our horses are probably going to be dead. Well, with that kind of... I've already been laughing about it. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I'm trying to understand as a godling that... Life is inevitably going to end. These horses so are, are your zero, so... Yeah, yeah, these horses are my zero. Mm-hmm. You still remember all their names? Mm-hmm. Okay, Rain, Kaya... Wolfgang. Wolfgang for Levette. Mr. Bojangles. We had a really dumb one. No, yeah, it was Mr. Bojangles. It was Mr. Bojangles. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Bojangles. So yeah, we were due. So, yep. There you go. <laughs> we put them on trees and leave them to die. All right. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. So the rest of you travel up the mountain, flying above it, and Sol is constantly checking that string, that strand. And honestly, it's not even that much later. It's only a few hours flight, and you find yourself, like, you, you believe you're much closer because the, the direction of the, the string is changing much more rapidly. You're fine-tuning your adjustments of your, your flight plan, and within a few hours, so we'll put it up to about 1 p.m. on Saturday the 10th of March, you have found roughly exactly where this thing is. You land on a more rocky slope of this of this mountain that you're currently above, and you find on this semi-inclined stretch of bare rock, there is a fissure going into the ground. The fissures may be 40 feet long, but the fissures may be only 5 feet wide. <sighs> I hate caves. Yeah. yeah, there's more fucking caves. And the hills. Make a perception check, please. Ooh, I love that roll. That is a 31 for Vera. 24 for me. Wow, you beat me. <laughs> that is very on brand for Levette. Nat 1. It's on brand for Levette. Nat 1. And 11 for Petravian. <laughs> the important right. one for me here is the Archie roll. That's hey, all right. There you go. <laughs> okay, so Vera, with both your high roll on perception as well as your background in nature lore, you notice something strange about the ground here. It appears this fissure is not so much a crack in the ground, but it's the seam left over from when ground came back together, if that makes sense. So it used to be a giant hole or something, or a giant, yeah, giant it, it fissure. Yeah, it looks like something was here and then it sealed back up. Hmm. And this is all that's left. This is the only remain... The remains of whatever that activity was, whatever whatever happened, that's that's the 
that is what remains. So what could that be? How long how, is this fissure? It's about 40 feet. Mm-hmm. How, how far are we from where that meteor landed? Oh, pretty far. Days yeah, travel. Far. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And also we found that meteor, so... We know yeah, where that yeah. is. Okay, I thought maybe it left like residual scar that was getting worse that we hadn't noticed or something like that. And maybe that court started sealing up. No, it's closer down to Vittingen. You can actually see where the hollowed grove is. It should only be a couple That's mountains true. near it. I'm trying to think, is that something that Vera would have to tell people about? Because it doesn't sound like a dangerous thing. It's just information that will be helpful when we, when I eventually am able to tell you. So Vera is going to fly to this thing and definitely looks interested in it. Okay. You get near it and there's sort of, say, musty air coming out of this fissure. Musty air? Mm-hmm. It smells like stale air. <laughs> Mountains and how big is this fissure, did you say? About 40 feet long and about 5 feet wide, but it goes deep underground. Well, we know that this is definitely something that has changed recently, potentially, so... It's a recent uh, thing? It doesn't look recent. Oh, no? I think it's an oh. old natural thing. Like, oh, gotcha. you know, Pangea fucking shit or something. That's what I'm getting, at least. Just plague tectonics, yeah. Yeah, it, it certainly doesn't look... Like, like I, I apologize if it made it sound recent. It doesn't look recent. It just looks like there was some sort of phenomena that happened here. And to me, it was hard to tell if you were explaining plague tectonics or that it looked like hell had sealed back up. <laughs> no, I'm just having... That's, both of those would be accurate. Oh, fuck. Oh, I think I know where we are. This is where, like, he first landed or some shit? Like I'm not saying anything. It's like we're ish first arrived. I'm not saying anything. Are we at the bottom of the egg? <laughs> no. <laughs> we're one of the yolks, you dummy. Well, we could be the bottom yolk. Bottom of the yolk. Yeah, maybe this is like a double yolk egg. Come on. We're the yolk, you dumb swamp witch. <laughs> <laughs> so what's everyone else doing at this fissure? Soul is watching you, since you seem so interested in it. You're like really big right now, aren't you? No. No, oh, I've no. just got three pairs of wings behind me, and I'm holding Kara's bridal style. Yeah, are you high in the air? or? No, I'm just floating near you. Okay. Soul I... looks like an angel. So, Vera looks at the party, just like, are we going in? Like, looks at everyone, looks at the <sighs> hole, and a, are we doing this? The string goes in there, yeah? Yes. That's where the string goes. Just, I want you guys to be prepared that this is gonna fucking suck. We're in the middle of the air, correct? Or did we land? Some, I mean, we've some pro- have landed, some Okay, not. so I'm just wondering if Petravian's just sitting there with his arms, like, up in his shoulders being carried by Burr, like, gives the two thumbs up. Yeah, you've got a, you've got a big claw wrapped around your middle. Uh, Petravian just gives two thumbs up. Well, uh, Burr's not really able to hover. It's not really how dragons fly. So he's, he's gonna come in for a landing and set you down. Wonderful. He flies more like a, an airplane than a helicopter. I guess Vera will start crawling down then. Soul will okay. float down. Does anyone need yeah. Featherfall? Let's go out. Nah, I'm good. Well, uh, actually, Chisel might. Kelly Smite. I'm carrying her. Okay. I, I can literally just float everywhere, guys. <laughs> I just choose not to. <laughs> it's it's the simple things that keep you human. <laughs> <laughs> Did Karis laugh? <laughs> Yeah, Karis laughs about that. Okay, so the lot of you traverse down this fissure, and when you get to the bottom of it, it opens up into a larger cavern. And what you see in this cavern appears to be, well, this chasm uh, reaches down to the bowels of the earth. The air here, as you get further down, smells more and more like decay. And at the bottom of the fissure, the cave opens much wider, revealing a stone structure 
that must be truly ancient. Carvings on the outside of the building depict strange lopsided circle figures. Lopsided circle figures? Strange lopsided circles. Like these weird circular symbols, but they're lopsided. Like they're imperfect circles. Do I recognize these symbols? Are they egg-shaped? No. (laughs) Well, I mean, some of them uh, might be. They're not all identical. But I don't recognize them. And they're just lines? Well, they're they're like inscribed on this ancient stone building. Uh... So it's like a language, yeah? So make a knowledge nature and a knowledge history. And knowledge religion. That so I can do. Like a, well, sorry, not not a history. Uh, sorry, nature and religion. I can do religion okay. history thing. Okay. That is a ten for Vera. Shit, that is man. a twenty-four for religion. For I'm Adrian. out. <laughs> Seventeen for my knowledge and eight for my nature. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in that case, you guys have no idea what this is. Even the twenty-four religion isn't enough to get it. Aww. Uh, this appears to be some kind of ancient temple. You're not sure who it was dedicated to or why it's in the somehow underground in a fissure. I could lore master my religion, guys, if you want. You could lore master. I would say lore master that. I don't know what else. I'll lore master my religion. You lore master your religion. All right. Burn the ability. And I will tell you what you know of this place. So you use Loremaster, and you're, you know, essentially a hand reaches off camera and hands you a cue card. <laughs> oh, thank but you. But you remember a bardic story. Uh, you remember that in an ancient time, not even this era, it was, I believe, back the early second era, maybe late first era, there was uh, a bunch of gods that were cast down or destroyed or killed. A bunch of elder beings like these strange animal spirits oh, shit. but also were others that were deposed and destroyed in the same in the same era this temple was not destroyed for some reason maybe because it couldn't be destroyed but instead it was pulled underground and sealed away this is fucking like set this is like set i'm so excited so this the symbols on the temple don't really seem to mean anything to you because this must be such an ancient religion that it sort of falls outside of your your possible bind, bounds of knowledge here. Even with comprehend languages, I couldn't read this? You don't think it's a language. Oh. You think that these circles are the holy symbol, just repeated over and over again. Are they all the same or just off a little bit each one each one's a little bit different but it looks kind of like a circle that has like you don't know if there's spikes or spines coming off of the circle but it's uh it's very strange wait a minute no no you guys see no this oh shit no no i don't want to deal with it what is this you see i have no idea no, I as a player am perturbed, bro. That's not Soul. That's me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I drew this, obviously. Well, yeah, but but does Soul know what this symbol means? Give with the lore no, master? No, not at all. Okay. No, with my lore master, this is what I got, is that it was an old religion. I don't want to deal with this. This is the scariest symbol I've made so far. <laughs> well, it's some old religion, guys, but I think it's something like the from the, the spider. I think it's a similar old god thing. Wait, what? Like an old god. That, that What's spider? The one that I talked to to get your mom. That one. That's what I was afraid you were going to say. An elder being. Is is that what what do is now? I don't know if we're dealing with it. I just know this is a temple to it. Well, that, well okay. Well, like, cool. It's keep two belts with one robot. Hmm? Petravian's just gonna put his fingers to his bridge of his nose and he's just like, <sighs> one evil deity at a time, please. I don't think we're going to be dealing with him. 
it them? Uh, I'm just saying you shouldn't be stressed out about this. This is just where we are currently, guys. Okay. We'll worry about it if it comes to fruition, okay? I suppose it's that nose. It doesn't look good. <laughs> I don't... I think there's more to it than that. I don't know why you are so at ease, it seems. Book told me that the thing that the term mother this way was called something that hung out. So that which hungers. Well, that which... That sounds kind of Gnarl-esque. Do you think there's a connection there? <laughs> We're not related to them. Well, he's pretty hungry. I'm just saying. He's the fat. That's kind of his thing. We each have titles. What's your title? What's your title? The Protector. So you're like the egg. The sh- huh? You're like the shell of an egg, right? We're all talking about eggs. Uh, no, no. Different eggs. Uh, no, the egg is a big old thing. Oh, okay. Oh, you guys. Okay. <laughs> is there an entrance to this temple. Yes. I think we're just right on the outskirts of it. This is just... I don't know what we're looking at, though. All I know is that there is a structure with symbols on it. So what you see is a temple that's about 150 feet by about 150 feet. Uh, It appears to be partially swallowed up in the rock, but the entrance of the temple is visible to you guys. Man, Burr is so much fucking uglier than I remember. (laughs) (laughs) He looks like the fucking Joker. No, he looks like that guy, the one person who played Doctor Who. Yeah, he does look like uh, Matt Smith. Matt Smith, there you are. Good descriptor for the audience, I guess. He's Matt Smith with white hair. Edgy Matt Smith. I like his dragon form more. Personally, yeah, I, you I'm, know, because he's a fucking dragon. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. I like dragons. Because he's not trying to bang Karis when he's on that. Anyway, let's. So. Karis mm. <laughs> <laughs> likes okay. that dragon dick. Please I don't, don't say mm. that. But you're free to think it. <laughs> True. <laughs> and know it and hold on to it forever and ever. Amen. So, like I said, this temple seems to be partially swallowed up by the rock. And what you're able to see is this entryway covered in these symbols scrawled into the stone. But it all looks so incredibly old that even the symbols have sort of begun to fade away as the stone has simply started to just disintegrate over time. In the front of the temple is a double door that is also made of stone. So do we knock or do we just enter? We could use stone shape, though, to open the doors if you guys aren't cool with us just pushing them open. We can just, I mean, I'm fine with closing them open. I don't know if it's locked, I don't care about knocking. I don't really think we need to let Glaude know here. Vera will transform back into their half-elf form. And Vera just says, well, push it open. I just want to check for traps really quick. This is an old temple. You don't know what people rig in this shit. People normally trap temples? Yeah, wait, do you do that, Vera? No. Well... We do have a lot of bees that will destroy any intruders that come in. Oh, okay. Is that kind so, of the yeah, trap? We have to, yeah, that might, that would be considered a trap, I think so, yeah. May I check around, Beardy? Do you need a check for that? Yeah, you want to make a perception check to look for traps, you're welcome to. Ooh, that's a 19. <laughs> Alright, a 19, you do not detect any traps on this door. Okay! Well, I'm a godling, here we go. <laughs> I opened the doors! All right, you push the doors open, and what they reveal is a large room. What you see is on the walls of this room are massive carving, depictions of captives or slaves being sacrificed, and their blood flowing into rivers that go on to feed crop fields. What the fuck? And this this goes around the entire room, so it sort of moves into one one image into the uh, into the next. The crops grow, and it shows people harvesting those crops and eating them and becoming bigger and stronger, and then going out and gathering more slaves, which leads back into the sacrificing of slaves. So it's a looping carving. In the center of the room appears to be a pool 
of glowing red blood. Oh, it's glowing! <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's it's glowing red blood that sort of churns slightly. Yeah. You know, some some temples use honey, others use blood. <laughs> and the, the room also, like I said, smells strongly of decay. Well, I think we know where the smell is coming. Actually, I can just stop <laughs> smelling things. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> All good. God damn it. <laughs> I'm so much better now. <laughs> but yeah, the, the room is illuminated in a strange red light from this pool of blood. Yeah, I don't There's like There's a door on the far side that looks similar to the door you just opened. And there appears to be little alcoves on the left and right side of the room. Are those little shrines or what are those? Yeah, they're just little shrines. Uh, they And, and that's, that symbol, that circular symbol, is worked into a lot of the stuff in this room as well. Cool, cool. Yeah, don't touch anything. That's my rule for this, guys. And souls start walking around this room. Come on. Levette's got a really distressed look, and she'll take a very slow step and look around. This is not. I'm really confused right now. My mother was a, a priestess of this? No, she was a priestess of that which hungers. What is this? I don't know. It's just an elder being. I just don't think it's that which hungers because that which hungers, I'm pretty sure, is like a dark elf thing. So, so far, we're walking around this shrine. Well, I was going to say avoiding it, but Burr and Kara seem to be. Look, they're on a date, okay? <laughs> a, a date to the blood fountains? Mm. Mm. Yeah. The glow of the, mm, uh, of the bubbling brew of blood? This is really uncomfortable. I'd like to make a perception check in here. Okay. See if I can see Go anything else that I may have missed. That it's going to be a 34. Jeez. Wow, very nice, very nice. Yeah, so what you notice is sound coming from the north, through the, through the door to the north. Uh, everyone, I can definitely hear something coming from the door up there. And Vera will motion towards the door to the north. Soul will give you an okay symbol. Nod to everyone and get closer to the doors. I love you. Slap myself to, to get in the gear. Get my crossbow ready. Soul looks at everyone if they're ready. Vera activates their sight. See what's going on, but it might be safer if I switch spots with Alchie. I'm going to do that. Petravian takes his hammer, does a little twirl, and nods. So for the formation for the viewers, Vera, Soul, and Petravian are lined up in a row in front of these doors. Archie mm-hmm. and Chisel are right behind them with Burr right behind Chisel. And then Karis is off to the side of Burr, and Lavette is off to the side of Archie. If I look at the string, does it go straight forward? Straightforward. I open the doors. Alright, and what you see is a much larger room ahead of you. Mm. Oh my. Okay, and what you see is this area appears to be the central hub of this ancient temple. Four stone statues sit in the corners, and a stone dais rests in the center, upon which is an altar. Waiting in the room are a number of creatures arranged around the center dais, simply waiting. What you see... Let's get blessed, bitches! Alright, and what you see are four bearded devils, two warmonger devils, and two erinyes. They're arranged around the room, and they appear to just be waiting for other people to arrive, or waiting for something. But they're sort of, they were standing motionless until the door opens, and they all turn to look south at all of you. Soul waves politely. <laughs> Stand down? <laughs> the erinyes pull bows made of flames. Alright, well, I tried. <laughs> So they ready their weapons and move to, I suppose the better term would be to defend this area. 
is, from you. Is the string still pointing forward? Past the... There is, yeah. There is a double door... This is the sub-boss. Uh, ...on each... In each cardinal direction. Mother... So there's two doors going west, two doors... Oh, there's there's a, a doors going west, east, and north. Yeah, he's north. <laughs> and he's... The string appears to go due north. Due north. North. Petravian, I hope you're ready to bless some good old friends of yours. Oh, boy. All right. Well, I rolled initiatives here, and it appears that Burr has won initiative with a roll of a 23. So what he is going to do is move up and then shift into his dragon form. <laughs> That's his turn. All right. That takes us to Soul. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to inspire courage on everyone. So Soul takes out their lyre, strums it a couple of times... People feel a little bit better, and they're going to strike Bearded Devil 4 that is closest to their northwest with Symphonia's Wit. Alright, go ahead. 31 to hit? That's a hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Okay, that is 15 damage. There we go. Alright. But that is the end of my turn after hitting that, because I, I think I can only do two actions, right? Yeah, yeah. Wait, can I do more? No, you're good. Okay. Alright. Wait, so wait, wait. I do more. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the Arrhenius is going to fire a full attack at Burr with a flaming composite longbow. That was a lot of dice. Only one hits and deals 12 damage to Burr. Alright, Arrhenius 2 is going to do the exact same action. And only one of those hits, dealing 11 damage to Burr. Alright, that takes us to Levette. Uh, so I... Pull out a little roll of film out of my jacket mm-hmm. and place it into a slot on his leg that like sends it up a chute to his spine, and I'm going to cast full strength on him. All the doubling up muscle musculature pops out in his armor. And uh think, you know what? Now that uh, the space from Burr has moved up, Levette will also run past Archie's legs mm-hmm. uh, next to Karis to fill the slot behind Chisel. You got it. And that will end my turn. Alright, that takes us on to Archie. Alright, time to get punching, big guy. Okay, uh, do these guys look like they have some sort of long-ranged weapons? They are wielding glaives, mm-hmm. so you believe they do have a uh, 10-foot reach with that glaive, yeah. He's got enough movement to occupy the space right next to uh, the beard devil to our left. Mm-hmm. So uh, he'll, he'll go move up there and give him a punch in the face. Okay, alright. In that case, Archie moves up past Sol Vera Travian. Uh, to move just slightly northwest of Burr and gets right up next to Bearded Devil number four with a standard I'm gonna, action left. Make a power punch right for his face. Okay, power punch. That to the is face. a nat one. That is a nat <laughs> one. Uh, that is going to be an automatic miss. Yeah. Just make know another attack, please. Titties. We're off to a good start today. That is a twenty-four. That is a twenty-four. Um, that is a nat three. In case yeah. someone's curious, but that yeah. hits. Oh, so, oh, okay. Archie, well, I figured, let's... I had this feeling that for some reason his nat one would still hit if it wasn't a nat one. <laughs> right, and I believe it I believe it would, actually. Oh, so, so he can't uh, crit fail. Oh, okay, that's good He can't know. crit fail. All The worst he can do is miss, miss. which is what oh. he just did. So, okay. all right, that takes us got... to the bearded devils. Well, all right, hopefully I got that one out of the way, then. I'll look at it that way. In this pile of let's, ones. Let's <laughs> fucking positive, guys. We got this. All right, so Bearded Devil number one, he was in the northwest of the room. He is going to move uh, around the dais to the west uh, to get into striking distance of Archie with his glaive, and he is going to do that. <laughs> wow. All right, he's going to attempt to strike Archie, but yes. he also rolls a natural Oh, one. no. Yes! <laughs> so, 
Alright, he does not confirm his critical miss. Uh-huh. That's going to take us on to Bearded Devil number two, which is the one in the southeast next to Burr. He is going to make a full attack with his glaive and try to strike Burr. And both of his attacks miss. That takes us to Bearded Devil number three in the northeast, who does a mirrored move that Bearded Devil number one did and move around the dais this time to the east uh, to get into range to attack Burr on his turn. However, he had to double move to get there, so he's done. Alright, that takes us to Bearded Devil number Four. Bearded Devil number four is the one in base-to-base contact with Archie. He's going to double attack with his glaive to try to hit Archie, and only one of those attacks is going to hit, so he strikes Archie for 15 points of damage, and Archie also, uh, I believe, is affected with an ability that this guy has. Yeah, there's no save. Okay, in that case, Archie's going to begin bleeding. <laughs> okay. What? Like oil? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I mean... Yeah, okay. So, um, that is... Uh, essentially, it's an ongoing bleeding effect that's going to deal two damage every turn. It's called Infernal Wound. A bit more left. Uh, Vera is up now. All right. So first of all, what Vera is going to do is she's going to activate her Vespid form. Excellent. So her skin tightens and just cracks into the chitinous body. And then Vera is going to feckend familiar. Okay. And then Vera will take a five foot step up. So Hummel is now a large swarm of bees. And that will take us on to Karis. That's my girl. All right, Karis is going to move 10 feet to the west to get on the other side of Levette. And from there, she is going to begin casting a spell. She's going to take the rest of her turn. Chisel. Chisel is up. Oh, my boy. Chisel. I'm trying to see which one would be most effective to attack. Question to the DM. The space that is to the west of Archie, but to the south of the Bearded Devil, is that playable space? Yes. Those are two steps that lead up to a slightly raised platform with a statue on it. Yeah, that'll look really dramatic. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> so Chisel is going to dart, bob, and weave to get okay. to that uh, to the to that position to the south of the devil number de- bearded devil number four, who is the one that is attacking Archie. Correct. So that one now you okay? That is going to provoke. Just so you're aware. Well, actually, if I were to go. One space to the northwest, I'd get flanking, though, on that, correct? Correct. I think that's the best option for a chisel. Okay. In that case, here is your attack of opportunity. That is going to miss. Cool. Ooh. All right. Chisel has a standard action left. He is going to attack. All right. Here's a plus two bonus for flanking. And then I'm going to hooves him. That, oh, damn. That's a 33 and a 29. Cool. You hit for 12 and 7. But not good. Uh, the bearded devil is heavily injured. Hell yeah. All right. That takes us to Hummel. All right. Hummel is now feconded. Hummel is going to basically fly through the rest of the party that's in front, attacking the demons, and mm-hmm. head towards the two, I believe, archer demons? Yeah, the Arrhenias in the back. Okay. He's going to split off and mm-hmm. hit both of them. Okay. So Hummel races across the room and begins to try to sting both of those Arrhenias in the back. All right. Can I roll? Yeah, go ahead. All right. I am going to roll. I believe that my thing's at 3d6, correct? I believe that's true, yes. Then I'm going to roll 46 because one of them is sonic damage. And that is 19. Oh, and yes. Four of, and four of that is sonic damage. Okay. Wow. Jesus. Nice. <laughs> Those bees stung the shit out of me. <laughs> okay. So you deal some damage to each of them. He's not blessed yet. So. All right. So you deal some damage to both Arrhenias with your with the bee stings, and that is Hummel's turn. Does he get any poisony stuff, or is that only when oh. he's at twenties? Yes, he does. He gets a a fortitude saving throw. I believe nineteen DC. DC nineteen. All right. 
Incoming fortitude saves. Both pass. That's alright, it's not the most helpful. Yeah, but it, anything helps. But that damage output for Hummel was awesome. All right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hummel a good boy. Alright, that takes us to Petravian. Petravian's going to run over to the south of Bearded Devil number four, who is west of Archie. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I only get four smite evils. I'm not going to waste it on this guy. <laughs> yeah, what's, what, is your, what is your weapon anyway? The Warhammer. Okay. The uh, plus... Okay, it's a plus one Warhammer. That's correct. All right, I'm just making sure. Yep. All right, cool. Go ahead. Not 20. Hey! Hey! hey. Oh, yes! critical. Yes! Oh, sure. ah! The other one was an 18. I don't think that one hits. Right. So the, the second attack missed, but the primary attack was a critical hit. <laughs> it confirms, and that is a bludgeoning. So what happens is that is called feeble parry. Uh, so essentially the bearded devil tries to parry your attack, and your hammer blow is so strong that it... it not only does it defeat the parry and strike the devil with a lot of force, it also disarms that devil. So his glaive clatters out of his hands, and he's about to take quite a bit of damage. So go ahead and draw up damage on that bearded devil, and let's see what happens. Smash that boy. Um, I believe a warhammer is a times three crit. Oh, shit. A times four. <laughs> no, that extra dice is from me. That's oh. times three. Okay, cool. All right, That's in that case, though. you strike the bearded devil for 41 points of damage. Oh, God. Destroying the creature. Would you like to add some spice on that dice? I would yeah, like boy. To spice that up. Seeing his mount successfully attack the devil, Petravian says, "Why not?" Runs, dodging through, leaps up into the air and just slam- hammers through the head of that of the bearded devil. Yeah. Nice. Hmm. Impressive. Let's Thank keep you. doing that with the rest of them. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. The warmonger. Oh. Yeah, they're both up now. Alright, so the Warmonger Devils. Warmonger Devil number one is going to move up to... Well, he's actually going to move ten feet to the southwest, which puts him in range of attacking Archie, which is what he's going to do. So, they're wielding uh, tridents, and he is going to attack with this trident against Archibald. That is going to hit, and he is going to hit Archie for 14 points of damage. That ends his turn. Uh, Warmonger Devil number two is going to five-foot step, he five foot steps and can make a full attack against Archibald, and that is going to be with his trident as well as his uh, strange spindly legs. Let me let me see if I can pull up a. Could you describe them for us? Okay, so they appear to be armored. They look like armored knights with horrifying, like like nasty armor that they're wearing, like these thorned and spiked armor. Uh, but upon, instead of having, like, normal legs, they have uh, six bladed beetle-like legs that support them. So they almost look like centaurs, but instead of horses, they're, they're beetles. And they're all covered in this spiked armor. They're wielding tridents, and their legs also appear to be able to be used as weapons. So his full attack is with his trident and his legs. He's going to attack Archie with them. And that is going to be a quad miss. Woo! Woo! Miss, 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 and miss. All awful rolls on his part. Okay, that is the end of their turn. That takes us back around to Burr. Burr is going to use his breath attack. Oh, boy. All right, so it is an 80-foot line. He is going to fire that in such a way that it should be able to hit the bearded devil, the warmonger north of him, as well as one of the Arrhenias. So let me go ahead and see if he can pull this off. He doesn't seem to know anything else. At least he knows how to fight, apparently. He has an evil dragon. 
Yeah, I would figure that probably <laughs> okay, makes so sense. he's going to go ahead and fire his line breath attack there. And that is going to force them to make a reflex save. One moment as I roll these guys. Okay, the bearded devil fails. The warmonger passes. And the Arrhenius fails. All right. So the only thing is that that line is also technically going to strike Hummel. Because Hummel was occupying the same space as the Arrhenius. Why does he keep so doing I, this? <laughs> so I need Hummel. God fucking to, damn it. Uh, I need Hummel to make a reflex save. All right, so that is going to be a nat one. Oh, so. Yikes, okay. Oh, no. All right, uh, okay, in that case he takes damage. Uh, and also the other problem is since it's a template-based weapon and he is mm. a swarm, he takes double mm. damage. Yeah. So, all right, uh, that is... I guess with how high and mighty dragons are, it only makes sense that he wouldn't, like, think about... Worry about what the bees are doing. Except for the fact the that we literally said it um, last time. It's true. Yeah. Well... Time to slap him again. All right, so you can so slap that's going to deal 41 off. points of damage to the Bearded Devil, number three. It's going to deal 41 damage to the Arrhenius, and it's going to deal half damage to the Warmonger, number one. Are we, are, yeah, so the, the problem, of course, is what's going to happen to Hummel here. So it's 41 damage, which would be just under Hummel's max HP, but I can't really justify this. I can't imagine it killing the Swarm until it hits one order of its space. I mean, it literally can't kill Hummel. That's true. I mean, Hummel doesn't really die, does he? No, he would be reduced to zero, and that's it. Okay, well, that's probably what's going to happen then, so... Yeah, a swarm that... can't drop below zero. Okay, so in that case, uh, that will take Hummel to zero HP, and that will be the end of first yeah. turn. And Vera uh, will so... scream at Burr when this happens. What are you... <laughs> Burr! What? Did, did I not do good? Oh, Hummel! What? He looks past and sees the, the swarm in the back, and he's like, I... It's like dissipating into these clumps of, like, acid. Yeah. That's so sad. A question, Beardy. I'm sorry for your boy. What's up? Can you add oh. temporary hit points to a creature that is at zero? Yes. Cool. So I went ahead and rolled uh, Burr's... Um, Breath weapon recharge. I mean, he's your party. He's your ally, so I can tell you. He, he rolled uh, actually minimum, so he'll have his breath weapon back in two rounds. Oh, cool. All right. Wonderful. And that takes us back to Soul. Hey, Beardy. What's up? Can I use music of spheres? Uh, yeah, you can use this. All right, that is a 20 foot radius, so Hummel and Chisel will be the only ones who's outside of this radius. All creatures that begin their turn within this area of the spell's effect gain fast healing plus five. Resistance plus 10 to all energy types, and a plus 3 sacred bonus on all saving throws against poison and disease. So that is your standard action. Do you have a move action you want to do? Yes, I want to take 5 foot down to the southwest, and that's my turn then. Alright, in that case that takes us back to the Arrhenius. Uh They're going to 5 foot step away from Hummel, and fire their bows, full attack. At probably still Archie being the biggest, well, yeah, biggest, closest target. Oh, oh boy. All right, that is a triple miss. Mm. And the other Renier's five foot steps to the southeast, triple fires at Archie, and another, probably, oh, fuck, that's actually a triple hit. Oh, okay, no, that's the opposite body. of a triple miss. Oh. All right, uh, one second. Oh. That is 11, 13, 19. Tits. Archie is reduced to... 
Uh, 30 hit points. I can lay on hands. Uh, I think Karis has probably got it. Anyway, Levette, you're up. Then turn to Karis and say, Can you heal Archie up? If I... I, I, I I'm going to play something else. Yeah. I'll take care oh, of it. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to move uh, forward 10 feet so that I'm standing behind Burr. Okay. And uh, since I can't improve Archie at all, I'm nervous to burn too many spells in this fight, but I think I can afford one level 3 spell. I'm going to cast Summon Monster 4, the spell version, so that I can have it going while Archie's going. I'll decide what I'm going to have on my next turn, and I'll end my turn. Alright, and what are you summoning? I, I, I'm not sure yet. Do you mind if I decide between turns? Yeah, that's fine. Right, Take cool. time. That's going to move us on to Archie. Alright, Archie's going to take a five-foot step forward towards the uh, warmonger devil that attacked him. And, uh, man, my heart is pounding moving him closer to that thing. Does he, is healing kick in yet? Has it kicked in already? The health is at 16. Oh, no, his wounds are at 69. Nice. nice. Yes, the healing works. Alright. Uh, anyway, power mm-hmm. punch. Double punch into the uh, Warmonger Devil. Okay, Warmonger 1 or 2? That is 2, the one that attacked him with the Trident. Excellent. Let's go reach forward. Oh my god, what is with these Nat 1s, buddy? Buddy. Buddy. I mean, at least we know he can't not hit. Alright, well, I'll roll the crit. Check for the crit fail. That is a 24. Cheapers, creepers, these dice. Okay. Yeah, so it was the second attack that was a critical failed threat, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it did not confirm, so that's just a regular miss. Alright, oh. go ahead and roll damage on Warmonger number two. Alright, that is 30 points of damage to him. Alright, you strike Warmonger number two. Okay, well that ends the turn then. Alright, that takes us on to the Bearded Devils. Alright, Bearded Devil number one is going to double attack with the Glaive. They both miss. Bearded Devil number two is going to double attack with the Glaive against... Burr, and those both miss. Bearded Devil number three is going to full attack with his glaive against Burr, and those all are going to miss. So all three Bearded Devils with all their dice. Alright. And the last Bearded Devil bleeds out and is dead. Nice! He was one hit point from death. Wow. Alright. That takes us to Vera. Alright. That's my oh, boy. Let's see. The, the stump that had, had his head smashed in twitches one <laughs> last time before he's actually fucking dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So Vera is going to run up behind Archie and her hand starts to glow and pulse and a punch just goes straight into like where a massive amount of like the oil is coming out and mm-hmm. she casts Cure Serious Wounds on him. Okay. Thank you. Go ahead Thank and drop some dice the there. There we go. Ugh, not the best, but something. Alrighty. You heal Archie for 24 points of damage. That is also going to remove the ongoing damage effect off of Archie. One moment. As I clear that. Wonderful. Good job, Vera. Alrighty. Takes us to Karis. Karis finishes casting the spell she was working on, and she gets another one of those ghost hands. Uh, it's going to reach over to Archie, and Karis is going to deliver a healing spell. So Karis is going to cast the exact same spell that you just did. That is going to heal for 25 hit points. Nice, 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 nice. Nice, nice. Alright. That takes Archie down to only 20 damage taken. So Archie now has 82 hit Oh, and Karis will also five foot step forward. Alright, Chisel's up. Yeah! Chisel's gonna take a five foot step to the north. Okay. And he is going to attack Bearded Devil number one with all of his might. Excellent, do it. That's one, and there's the gore. So we got a 17, a 27, and a 29. Okay. 
One of the hooves hits, and the gore hits. So roll a hoof damage and a gore damage. Hoof damage and a gore damage. All right, you rolled a 12 and a 23. Bam. Nice. Wonderful. Gore deals turn. That's going to take us to Hummel. What's Hummel doing? Uh, Hummel can't move right now, if I recall. Understood. Right. Travian. He's going to go 10 feet up and attack Bearded Neville number one again. Just like, and take right, that uh, so... attack of opportunity. Yeah, that is true. All right, Bearded Devil number one gets to swing at you pathetically. These guys don't exactly hit all that often. All right, yeah, he misses. Go ahead, bring down the hammer. <laughs> that is a 31. And go ahead and roll one damage against him. That is uh, 23. All right, maximum damage. Look at that. Six and an eight on a D6 and a D8. 23 damage. 23 damage. Excellent. All right, that is going to cause the Bearded Devil to be heavily wounded. All right, Warmongers are up. Man, I feel kind of badass right now. I don't know how many guys. <laughs> it's it's oh, one yeah. of the few times in a long time that we have as this, as this group. <laughs> okay, so the first warmonger moves up, and it is going to make another one of those quad attacks. One of those is going to hit. Another one is going to be a critical threat that does not confirm. So that is the trident that hits and a leg that critically threatens. So here's the trident damage and leg damage. All right, so the trident strikes for 10 damage and the leg strikes for... Okay. These are against whom? Archie? Yeah, these are against Archie. So 14 damage to Archie. Uh, Warmonger number two is going to do the same thing and attack Archie with, with all four of its attacks. And that is going to be two hits, both of them uh, with the tridents. Okay, so two trident hits against Archie, uh, 11 damage and 16 damage. Oh. Alright, that takes us back around to the top of the initiative order. Back to Burr. Burr is going to 5 foot step forward and full attack the Bearded Devil number 3 with his bite, claws, wings, and tail slap. Six oh, attacks. <laughs> Holy That's shit. That's a lot of dice. Claw hit, bite hit, wing hit, claw hit, slap hit. That's a lot of damage. <laughs> That's a lot of damage. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So he strikes for uh, 18, 9, 5, 19, and 8, taking the bearded devil down to negative 22. I think it's dead. Kills it. <laughs> yeah, it is dead. All right, soul. I would like to five foot step to the north, get a little bit closer to everyone. Yeah, Petravian's out of my range. Unfortunately, move but... action, and then you still get a standard action to attack if you wished. All right, and then for Bearded Devil number two, the one to the east of Burr, I will throw Symphonia's wit at. Do it to it. Nineteen to hit. I don't think I. <laughs> nineteen hits. What? Oh shit! Yeah, nineteen hits. Okay. Lovely. Okay. Cool. We good, you guys. We strong. Eighteen right. damage. Eighteen damage. Cool. Cool. All right. It is wounded. Alright, that takes us, takes us to the Arrhenias. Uh They're going to full attack with their flaming composite blows, and they're going to continue shooting at Archie being the biggest and closest target. That is some awful rolls on their part. Possibly a critical miss. Let's see. Neither of them want to go for burn. I guess they really just hate that fucking robot. Yeah. Well, the other one probably they're, will. It's Sorry. the power of fear. They're terrified of it. Oh shit. No, no, that was... Okay, that was a confirmation critical fail. Okay, so that actually doesn't count. Okay, uh, so one arrow hits out of that volley. Okay, that's Arrhenia's number one. Arrhenia's number two is going to full attack at Burr. Boom, boom, boom. Miss, miss, hit. Okay, one hits and deals ten points of damage. All right, that's it for the Arrhenia's turn. That takes us to Levette. All right, so I'm going to reach back. I've got a little device that I've fashioned together over 
the last six seconds, and I'm going to pitch it past Burr, uh, mm -hmm. next to this pedestal between him and Archibald, uh, that's north of Vera, and uh, out from it unfurls like a mechanical knight with a glowing sword that has uh, symbols from different good religions that Levette's come across inscribed on him. So mechanically, I'm going to summon a Hound Archon uh, right yeah, between Burr and Archibald. This is okay. going to be good news for the front lines. These guys are good for this. He is going to emit a, a circle of, what is it called exactly? A uh, magic circle against evil within 10 feet. So Burr and Archie and Vera will all get some pretty bonuses. Get AC against these guys. I think it's largely going to double down on the shit that Soul put up. So that's good. So basically all creatures within an area gain the effects of protection versus evil. And then, oops, I'm going to move up so that I'm next to Archibald. I'm going to run up past Vera behind him. Okay, you move up 20 feet to just behind Archie. And I'll end my turn. Alrighty, the Hound um, Archon is up. I wanted to do its full round attack against the, the Warmonger Devil 1, which is right next to him. Corner okay. from him. Cool, in that case he swings a, he pulls a great sword and swings mm -hmm. it at the Warmonger and also attempts to bite him with his Hound Head. Yeah, I, I figure for this, it doesn't have like the Hound Head, but he does have like teeth. It's, I guess I didn't mean for this, but it's kind of Five Nights at Freddy's esque. <laughs> nice. Or he's just got the like the, the mechanical teeth that bite yeah, you yeah, with. Yeah. Okay, it's a triple miss. Alright, great. Alright, Archie's up. Alright, Archie's gonna do his full round attack against the other Warmonger Devil. Let's okay. hope this goes a little better. That is a another Oh my motherfucking god. <laughs> it's a one and another just in nat case one. You were curious, it is... The other die was a one and a one, making an eleven. Eleven, that's true. But this time, the, the nat one was the first one. Yeah, the one is the first attack, though, so the other one biffs. I guess it, it might. I guess this... you gotta confirm it. Oh, oh only if it confirms? Can't. Only if it confirms is it a critical miss. Okay, well... <sighs> Seven. I would say Those chances are... are very low, but chances are really low. Any of this should have been happening, but yeah. whatever. That's so it insane. does not critically miss, but you do you do miss with that first attack. So the second attack hits, go ahead and roll damage. I think I figured out what happened. So I think back when Levette was all mean to Marcus, <laughs> fucking screwy hexed me. Stole all my luck. So now he's rolling nothing but crits, and I'm just, okay, and I'm in one city. Wait, is that why I usually roll shitty twos? Because Vera always makes fun of Marcus? Mm -hmm. And I kissed yeah. him just before he died, guys, so I'm in the clear. Now we fought salted. <laughs> God damn it, screwy. <laughs> hey, there's a way you can, uh, you can fix this. Well, that one punch is still going to do 32 points of damage to this guy. Nice. Woohoo! Alright. Oh, shit. Warmonger Demon Devil is now uh, heavily injured. Oh, shit. Punches like a dent into the big metal face. Alright, Bearded Devil number one is up. He's going to attack the Travian with his glaive, and of his two attacks, one is going to hit, and it is going to deal 13 points of damage and also deal an infernal wound. What is an infernal wound? It was what was on Archie, the bleed effect. Would Stabilize combat that? Possibly. I mean, it's, any, it's supposed to be any magical healing we're using. Oh, oh okay. so okay. cure light wounds would fix it. Alright, double number two is up, and it is going to double attack with its glaive at Burr, and double with Vera. Alright, Vera is so. going to point at Hummel, and the bees in her apiary are going to go towards him, and she's casting Feckin' Familiar again, and he's going to get 41 hit points, temporary hit okay. points. Move action. Vera's going to stay where she's at, behind Archie. Okay, alrighty. That takes us to Karis. Karis is going to move into the room, 15 feet north. So she's now 10 feet south of that Archon to get some bonus AC. And she is going to use that 
ghost hand that she's still got attached to her, and she's going to use it to attack one of these Arinyes in the back of the room. Arinyes saving throw, nat 20s. Bam. Alright, so anyway, she reaches out with her ghost hand and strikes an Arinyes with it and deals some damage to it. Cool. Okay, the Arinyes is still up. It's heavily wounded, though. Alright, that is Karis' turn. That's going to take us to Chisel. Um, dear, sorry. Uh... Chisel's going to hoof hoof gourd on Bearded Devil number one. That is a 26 and a 28. Both hit. Go ahead and roll damages. 15. And then the, here comes the gore. 16. And for the podcast, that is the devil that's right in front of Petra. Alrighty. Next is Hummel. Oh, I thought I went Alrighty. down. Darn. Hummel is going to move over on top of the warmonger and the, was it, is it Aranyas? Or Aranyas? Aranyas yeah. uh, yeah. That are on the west side. Of okay. the altar the or blood pool. Okay, the one that's less injured. Yes. Keep reading it as Irene. I'm trying to get yes. as far away from a breath weapon as I can. <laughs> Poor Hummy. And Alrighty. Hummel's going to start swarming him. Do it to it. So that is nine points of damage. And okay. one of that is sonic damage. They save they make a fort save for the poison. Alrighty. That's I think it's to Petravian. Who's that? Who's after me? Devil Warmonger. Oh, uh, I don't think Archie would survive another thing, so I'm going to burn a lay on hands, heal up Archie. Okay. All right. So you use your land hands ability on Archie, uh, and you heal for 21 points of damage. Cool, cool. That takes us to the Warmongers. Warmonger number one is going to full attack Burr. All full miss. All right. And Warmonger number two is going to full attack Archie. And another full miss. All right. Beginning of round... Four. That takes us back to Burr. Alright, Burr is going to... He's, he has the ability to Breath Attack again, so he is going to do that, and he is going to strike Warmonger 1 and Arrhenius 2 with his Acid Breath. You see that, right? And Reflex saves from both. Both fail. Alright, Burr strikes with his 12d6 Acid Damage. <laughs> Alright, he hits for 44 damage against both targets. Oh, golly... I am so glad we became friends with him. Something no one anticipated. <laughs> no. He just didn't want his mom to hurt him. Yeah. Yeah, I feel bad for all the judgment I laid down on that. I take it back. <laughs> it paid off. I mean, it, it was still weird, but <laughs> it paid off. It's worth okay. it. And Arrhenius 2 is dead. Yay! Death to all who oppose us. <laughs> Alright, and then I need to roll the recovery time. Fucking A. All right, uh, Burr rolled minimum recovery time again. Cool. Two rounds. Okay, that's Burr's turn. Is a bardic performance a spell? Does that cause my concentration to go away? Oh, no. Okay, that's all I needed to know. Inspire courage, bitches! That's my turn. You got it. In that case, it's the Arrhenius up, and the Arrhenius is going to move out of the Hummel swarm. <laughs> northeast. <laughs> And full attack Archie. Hummel be all like, you think you can run from me? <laughs> no, wait, don't go. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to hug you with my butt! <laughs> Lovett, you're up. I'm going to burn a magic fang. I'll slap another uh, little roll of film into his his chute and the blades pop out of his arms again. Wonderful. So he's got all right, some Archie has been magic fanged. You really sure have. Move action? Uh, I will stay where I'm at. And the Hound Archon, on his turn, I'll have him full attack the same warmonger that he did last time, the one right next to him on this platform up here. To his northeast. Yeah, that is northeast. a great sword and bite attack. All three miss. Aw, bugger. Get Archie. him, Archie. All right, Archie will 
punch this guy's head in. Hopefully. <laughs> Come on, buddy. That, what? There's no one. What the fuck? But a two and a three. A two and a three. Like, you have the you have the worst luck. This is incredible. No, the important thing is, doesn't matter. As long as you don't roll Those one, you hit. So, they both hit. <laughs> Go ahead and roll damage. I would very much like to roll damage. Nice. 29 oh, damage. Holy oh, dead. Shit. 29 and 34. What the fuck? All right. Uh, Archie hits for a 29 and a 34. Uh, Warmonger Demon number two is dead. Sir Warmonger May I play some spice on my dice? Yes, please. Yeah, go for it. I would like to. That's a different show. <laughs> uh, I like. he. So he grabs the uh, armor plating in the chest where there's like these flames coming out and he like underneath and pulls it out so and peels it back until the flames just spurt out and the guy looks like he's out of life and then just lets him go and drops him to the floor. So All right. Archie is our Bowden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. Except for... No, Bowden is the other game's Archie. Uh, Very true. Right. That only oh, rolls wow, net yeah. 20s. That's true. I miss yeah, those 20s. Bowden's <laughs> unsupernaturally lucky Archie is not. All right. Bearded Devil number one, fully attacking at Travian. That is a double miss. Bearded Devil number two, full attacking Burr. That is a double miss. Vera. Alrighty. So, Vera is going to run past Archie, about 15 mm-hmm. feet, and basically be right next to the Bearded Devil that Petravian is in conflict with. Okay, that will provoke. Is that okay? Yep. Alright. Bearded Devil number one is going to make a provoke attack here. Take opportunity versus Vera, and that is going to miss. Okay, go ahead. Alright, and Vera, with her scythe out, it's going to just slash, try to slash right through this guy. You got it. Go ahead and make a roll. That is a 33 to hit. Yeah. 33 hits. Go ahead and drop damage. Yes. Mm-hmm. And boom. That is 18 damage. Dead. 18 damage. Alright. Cool. Still not down. Bugger. <laughs> Got a nasty gash in him, though. I mean, with ch- both okay. Chisel and yep. uh, Vera going after him. Woo! Yeah. A lot of gashes. Alright. Karis is up, and Karis is going to uh, attack the other Renier's with that ghost hand. Renier's gets a fortitude save. Passes. That's good. What the fuck? Dead. Alright, right, deal 17 damage to the Iranians. Wait, that was 17 damage? Yeah, that was 17 damage. Because it was halved. It, it, yeah, it passed the save. Yeah. Alrighty, that takes us on to Chisel. If I hold action with um, with Chisel till after Petravian, can I, Petravian mount and then run up and attack with Chisel? Yes. Let's okay. do that. So we'll delay Chisel to 12. Yup. Alrighty. With the other Warmonger gone, Hummel's going to focus his attack on the Irinius. And you got it. It's just going to start smothering this person. Like, there's only one thing that Hummel's attacking here. So that is 14 damage. Five of that is Sonic. Good boy, Hummel. Good boy. Fortitude saved. Alright. That is 14 damage to the Renier's. Onward to Petravian. Uh, Petravian is going to hop up onto Chisel. Petravian, you jump up on Chisel, and uh, Chisel is now mounted. Order of operations. Am I allowed to move Chisel up to the east of the uh, Renier's 
and and then have Petravian attack? Yes. Yeah. So basically, the, the the two of you are sharing an initiative now. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. In that case, you ride past the bearded devil, who's already burned up his attack opportunity this round, and you move up to the Arrhenius, who's currently wielding a ranged weapon. And we will have Chisel attack first. Okay. We'll do the gore. Um, that is a thirty-three to attack. That's a hit. Go ahead and roll damage. You got it. And that is a sixteen to the ta- to that. And now Petravian, Beardy, uh, with the Warhammer. That is a twenty-nine. And that is uh, seventeen to the Arrhenius. Alrighty, you strike and you hit for seventeen damage. Well, you hit for seventeen, little less, but all right. So there you go. You've struck the Arrhenius for some damage, and that ends your turn. That's going to take us to the Warmonger Devil number one, who is going to full attack at Burr. Probably whiff again, because these guys don't roll for shit. Alright, Burr's up. It's because I'm too busy trying to hit Archie. He's going to full attack Bearded Devil number two. And that's going to be a claw hit, a tail slap hit, a claw hit, a bite hit. That's a lot of fucking damage. Wing hit and wing hit. Wow, okay. He actually landed every single hit. Jesus Christ. Wow. Alright, here we go. <laughs> just just grabs his fucking body and just scraggles it around like a dog with a chew seen, toy. What? I was gonna say, you ever seen yeah, a cat, exactly. like a cat with a, a cat with a toy, and just like grabs it and just like starts kicking it with their back yep. legs? Mm-hmm. That's kind of what just happened. Um, so that ends up being uh, twenty damage, thirteen damage, seven damage, nine damage, eight damage, and sixteen damage. It is dead. It is smoosh. So we're gonna we're gonna put some spice on that dice. Yay! And, uh, Burr sort of like rears up, bites this thing, pulls it in, and just starts raking it with all of its claws, and it just shreds it into pieces. All right, that's Burr's turn. That takes us to Soul. Uh, I'm not gonna move, but I am going to do a full attack with Symphonia's wit. Let's see, that's an 18 and a 24 to hit. I don't think either of those hit. 24 hits. Oh, it does. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. 16 damage. Cool. Alright, strike the warmonger and do some damage. Keeping that little healing spell going. Alright, that's going to roll us over to the Arrhenies, and they're going to drop the bow, which sort of dissipates into nothingness, and they're going to draw from nothingness a longsword out of thin air, and they're going to attack you with it. No. It's only... Alright. It's only sheathing a weapon makes it... Is it a, a provoke? And they didn't sheath the weapon, they just dropped oh, okay. it. Okay. Alright, and they're going to swing a longsword at Petravian. There we go. That is going to be one hit. Just going to move Petravian off the chisel real quick. Move so I can attack either of you individually. And that the longsword attack on Petravian is going to strike for 12 damage. Not bad. Alright. Lovette. Alright. Well, frankly at this point... I think a uh, spell would be too expensive. So, Lovette is going to five foot step to her left. Uh, Alright. So that she's on these steps next to the statue or from Archibald. And take the crossbow in her second pair of mechanical arms. Fire at the bearded devil to her north. Mm-hmm. And that is a 8, 17, a 31. Hey, my first roll above a time. Dang. Alright, and the 31 is going to hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Lovely. Nice. That is 16 points of damage. You're welcome. Right. Yes, thank you so much. How dark on? Uh, I'll have that continue to attack the Warmonger Devil next to him. Alright, great sword and bite. That is a miss, a miss, and a critical miss threat. He's really doing good. <laughs> he is failing at everything, so we're going to have him roll that to see if he critically misses. And he does, critical miss. Alright. I like to think, because I have like, so he has he's, like his blade and stuff, I figure he's got a light emitting from him, but it's just 
Lovett just has this thing designed so that it has, gen- like, whatever she knows to be a good god. So there's, like, symbols of Bonia, of the Light, of Eden, of Shamish. And so it probably has some functionality issues because of that. It's just the light like, is good? Yeah, it's good aligned, isn't it? She's, so. She figures it is, anyway. I, mean, I, I didn't like the followers that well, in Parthenay. Hey. They, they don't have to be good people just to be following a good religion. What? I mean, look at Petra. You don't, why why are you her. upset? You don't even worship them. Eden? I said the light. The light. Oh. The light is a, oh, a religion. It's its I own thing. Yes, you did. You didn't know that? They, they confronted Marcus in Parthenay. Oh, yeah. shit. Wow. Wow, I forgot about them. Yeah, that's the one we said that this was closer to the praying that Marcus does. They completely slipped my mind. No worries. All right. All right. Archie. Uh, Archie's going to take his full power attack on that uh, the warmonger double that's still standing. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, that is a 28 and a 27. Double there hits. Go ahead. Oh, 37. Let's go ahead and okay. kill it. This should be <laughs> enough. It's dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a mm-hmm. one more. And a 33. Mm-hmm. All right. It is dead. Would you like to put some spice on this dice? Yay! Yeah. He, he grabs his hands together and double fist just smashes, like hammers down onto it until it's just a crumpled pile of metal on the ground. All right. In that case, your double number one is up and he's going to full attack with his shitty glaive. And he's going to try to hit Vera. And uh, not only does he miss, but he gets a nat one on one of them. So let's see if he critically misses. He does not. Ah. He has a <laughs> 17 on his second attack. All right. Cracker Jack. Anyway, he just misses. Vera. My turn. <laughs> and Vera does a full swipe swipe against this guy. We just, Wonderful. We just tried to take her out. A swipe swipe. Hop to it. That is nice. a 36 and a 30. Bravo. Both hit. Roll damages for both, please. The 22 damage and 19 damage. Okay, it it goes uh, it starts to drop after the twenty two, but you follow up with a second attack and kill it with the nineteen. Would you like to put some spice in those dice? I would. So the first slice is down and up, going through his legs, and as he's falling, the second one cleaves him by the waist. So he's just a pile of legs and like a torso. Wonderful. Takes us to Karis. I, I have a question. How is Varys so fucking cool, though? Because <laughs> I have a sight. That's the only reason. <laughs> no. You did the whole my turn thing, which is like Power Rangers level cheesy, but it was cool. I it was really cool. Oh, I like you. I think Varys cool. <laughs> okay. Karis is going to use a touch, uh, the spectral hand attack again. Uh, the Arrhenius fails the save. Uh, the ghost hand is going to grab a hold of the side of Irenaeus's face, and she's basically going to just, like, burst into blood. Uh, it's enough to drop her. Nice. Actually. Very nice. <clears throat> Alright, which means that is the last of them, I think. That's it. Yeah. Enemies defeated. Tokens unlocked. Yes! Clearing initiative. Boom. Huh. Don't get too excited. This is room number one. True. Oh, you're a good boy. Good boy, Does anyone need... back into human form. Does anyone need any cures? I've got my conductor's wand. I point at Hummel. Okay. Sol hops over to... Huh. Huh. Stop moving. Okay. <laughs> I guess Hummel comes to me. Vera's going to be, like, slightly glaring at Burr, but Vera also is very afraid of dragons, so... Really? Yeah. Oh. Anyways, Sol holds out their hand for Hummel to land on the... It... Come here, buddy. Buzz, buzz. And I'll use a wand of cure moderate wounds on him. Okay. Start dropping charges. Anyone else? Archie? Oh, wait. Yeah. I jump Archie. 
We did great in there, buddy. That's because he was scared of you. Yeah, they are scared of you. Because you're so big and powerful. Give me a flex. Petravian could use a ch uh, one charge on that. I'll head over to Petravian. The only people that have taken damage is Petravian's down 19 HP and Burr is down 18 HP. Good work, everyone. There you go, Petravian. And Sol will head down to Burr. And you too, buddy. And Sol will bop him on his nose with the conductor's wand. <laughs> Heal him for 14. So, 12 charges. I've still got like three more rows and a half <laughs> oh, nice. of dots. The one lasts a while. I got a pretty nice one. It was expensive, but I wanted to make sure we were ready for this kind of shit. So I just wanted to explain what it looked like when Soul was healing people. Mm -hmm. So they, they'd hold up Hummel when they were healing him and just lightly tap him and kind of try to do a high five with the end of the wand to like one of his little feet. <laughs> I don't know bug ana insect anatomy. Please don't hurt me. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> and Whenever anyone gets insect anatomy wrong, I start punching. <laughs> they start catching these fists. And for Archie, Soul would hold out their hand for him to put his on their hand and just lightly tap the top of his hand, kind of as if they were wrapping a bandage around him. They just tap Petravian's shoulder. <laughs> And then when they go to Burr, they boop his nose with the wand. <laughs> All right. Well, we're... so will will like look around the room a little bit, and she's going to say, "So I don't want to sound strange, but did that seem easy to anyone?" Yeah, like one of the easiest things we've ever done. Kind of easy. I didn't even have to really use much of my other power, you know. Do you remember the? giant skeleton demons we fought in Galarf's castle. That felt a lot harder than this, yeah? Yeah, that was a lot more bullshit. <laughs> I suppose so, yeah. I was kind of getting nervous halfway through this battle feeling like something was off. Do you think that it just means that maybe Galarf's out of... It could mean he's out of resources. It could mean... It could mean he sent out Team D to take the front. Yes, it could, it could mean a number of things. It could mean we are on the right page about maybe this being a bad idea of the pulled resources for him, but well, we've also been hammering away for a while. At the tower, there were a lot of demons there, and they were super chill, but that it's means hard. they're mostly under Ish's control, and we just kind of, I think, have access to them, if I understand how it works. W what? What tower? The tower where Ish lives. She's in a tower? Well, yeah, sometimes? <laughs> He's sometimes there. Well, I think maybe most of the time and yet none of the time. Being an angel is very confusing. Yeah, I've, I've caught on to that. Being called an angel in this is confusing. It's hard to explain to people. But there were a lot of demons. Uh, devils? Uh, throughout the tower. I think they're more devils. Yeah, they're devils. It doesn't sound good this way, frankly. I wonder if I could ask for help. So you're help. saying we call upon those? Though, I don't feel like Ish would be comfortable with me asking for help to beat up one of them. Is this the same soul who wanted to eradicate all of those symbols? Am I contemplating summoning devils to our side? As much well, as I know about the ends and the means, this is uh, maybe not so like I was just thinking it might make fighting simpler is all. That's all. So I'm just going to tell you right now, because I... No, this is going to be a battle. It's just, the fight against corruption starts with good ideas. It, it, it's what happens. It's, it's a simple advantage, and it gets out of hand. I'm not saying that you are corrupt. I'm saying that this is how it starts. Power itself is corrupting. Yes, but this is our way. Soul nervously 
just instinctively reaches for Karis's hand for some sort of comfort. And I'm not saying, though, I don't think we need to summon devils to our side. Maybe our things get very dust, but... Sol's just looking at the ground at this point. Vera's going to go to the side, and I'd like to check out one of the armors in the corner of the room. Okay. Uh, it appears to be sized for a like a very large human. Like a, It looks like a standard human almost would would be way too small to fit in this. This, this armor is like seven and a half feet tall. Oh, really? What's it made of? Uh, you're not sure. Uh, it could be. It's probably ceremonial. I don't think it's a functioning suit of armor. Does it look expensive? No, Fair. I mean, maybe at one point in time, but this place is beyond ancient. You you see, Vera has the same same look as she had when she was eyeing up Glarv's manor. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like, this could be useful for funds. Oh, we'll get back to that later. Well, where did we go? Soul's gone onto the platform and s- starts looking at the center altar i suppose it is as you get near the altar you feel a weird clamminess on your skin like there's there's some power left here some residual power is still dwelling in this temple oh by the way my hound archon is gone that one only lasts all right in that case uh there is an echoing howl and the hound archon (laughs) breaks apart oh Um, just like why did i make it do that why why did i why did i give the ability to feel pain if if timer end equals pain yeah that's so sad (laughs) yeah well the thing is that it was that it was just a typo she just miscoded it because it was a she meant to it's supposed to be equals pie because it gets a little pie as it goes (laughs) no so Fires a cream pie out whoever kills him. I'd like to roll a religion check. Yeah. I just want to see if I can potentially tell, does this blood maybe work the same way, like in a sense that my, the honey does for Mellifera in that it kind of stores power for this god? Such a shitty religion check here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Nine. Yeah, I mean, with god, all things are possible. <laughs> <laughs> Which god? <laughs> Mellifera. <laughs> yeah, so the, the result's going to basically be a resounding maybe. All right. Okay, so we can feel like a latent energy. Is that what? It's just yeah, old you, leftover you clamminess. Like you get near it and your skin kind of goes cold and you kind of get a cold sweat just being around that altar. So is this Ish's symbol? No. I assume that the symbols on Karis are Ish's symbols. Is, have you seen Ish's symbol? Does he have a symbol? No. As far as I know, it's it's just what's on Karis and, you know, all the ones that we've well, gotten rid of. <laughs> isn't that not Ish's symbol? That's, yeah, that's more of a It's more of magic. a magic language, isn't it? Yeah, he doesn't have a symbol, guys. But maybe, and Vera points. I could ask him. Uh, don't, please. Okay. It's really easy. That's a bit disconcerting. Please don't summon... Here oh, I wouldn't summon him. I'd just talk to him through my head. What? I mean, I can't stop you. But <laughs> besides, Ish probably sees everything from your eyes It's true. Anyway, so. It's probably true. Don't tell you that. I want to keep moving. If we need to keep moving this across the heart, it's a nice way to keep going. So he's to the north. Glarf. He's he's to the north of this room, so the door's up yeah, there. Yeah, let's go. All right, let's go. So we all move up to the northern door. All right. So the group stacks up with Vera, Sol, and Petra in the front. Behind them, 
are Chisel, Archie, and Burr. Behind Burr is Karis, and behind Archie is Levette. You walk up to the large double door in the north of the room, and Sol, if you consult the string, it is definitely pointed through this door. It feels close, and you feel a familiar energy. Familiar? You, you're pretty sure that he's behind this door. Like, fucking familiar? Yeah. Are we ready? Sol takes a deep breath in and pushes on the door. Alright. <laughs> I'm so nervous. Push on the door, and it swings open easily. Inside, past this door, is a room that is about 50 feet by 60 feet. At the far end of the room is a raised platform with an enormous symbol of this whatever god this is. On the sides of the room are four blood pools. There are two more statues, or suits of ceremonial armor, between the blood pools on either side of the room. And in the room itself are four bone devils. Mm, those fuckers. Oh, two on either side of the room. And at the far end of the room, on the altar, or just in front of it, rather, is a familiar sort of face. That of Glarv, in full creature monster form. So he is going to turn to you, and, and he is going to speak. Ah, I see you found me, after all. I wasn't sure if this old place would be enough to hide me from you. I suppose it was too much to hope. My master has no more use for me, and I am to be discarded. I don't blame you for this. No. But know that I was in your position once. No. I know how to truly harm you. What? Truly harm you at your core. In order for me to survive, you must die. I take no pleasure in this. You think I take pleasure in this? So, Glarv is going to stand there and kind of wait. So we'll take one step forward towards him. Five foot step forward. So you take a five foot step forward, and Glarv is going to... I mean, the best way I can describe it is that he is going to link with you on a different dimension. What? Right? So, you sort of exist in a different plane of reality. Oh, no. As well as this one. Okay. Uh, He... He's going to kind of link up with you in that other existence. Like, suddenly, it's weird to, to, to think of it, but in a lot of ways, uh, you're sort of a construct, right? Yeah. In, in a lot of ways, you're sort of like this fractal construct. Uh-huh. Uh, um, another one that is much more sophisticated, in the, because it's been around longer and it's much more complex, uh, just, just showed up. And is now, like, basically interfacing with you in different places and, for lack of a better term, injecting code into you. What are you doing? Stop it! <laughs> so, I'm going to put you in a different channel real quick. Okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. Great. Great. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so, basically what's going to happen is Glarv is going to start issuing, like, trying to, to break your, your existence. At like a oh, at like fuck. a base level. No. So he's trying to break you down and basically shatter you. Uh, oh. So okay. What's gonna happen is I need you to make a fortitude save to see how bad this is gonna be. Sixteen. Okay. Okay. So the first thing that happens is you you begin to feel like it's it's now suddenly more difficult for you to shift form. Okay. Okay. Like change like changing changing your body or 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 like changing your your appearance suddenly becomes more difficult like you become you feel more sluggish but then also there's like basically in a lot of ways 
you, you can think of yourself as being crystalline and, and like I've kind of described you as being like made of fractals. Yeah. So there's basically cracks now running all through you that weren't there before. And is this fortitude those... not will? <laughs> uh, you can throw you can drop a will if you'd like. Yeah. Okay. Give me a will save. Come on, baby. Nineteen. Okay. So one of those cracks is going to go into a part of you where you have two eggs. <gasps> no, 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 no. You, you realize that something is very, very wrong because they're both screaming out in pain. How do I fight this? How do I fight this? Please, please. So, can, the I, only... can I call out for help for someone? From someone? Yeah. Who do you want to call to? Ish. Okay. Wait, what? What? Okay. No, no, I... What? <laughs> I'm, just think, I'm just thinking about this, that's all. Uh, well, I don't know what to do! I don't know what to do! I'm scared! I don't want them to get hurt! They're my babies. I don't know. I, I can't I can't ask for Hildy. I, I I don't think Matilda works. I don't think mom's a good choice right now. Who can I pick other than Ish? Um, think, think, think. It's fine. You, you picked Ish. Okay, so okay. Here, here's what happens. You, you, you cry out for Ish. And in your head, like, time seems to freeze, basically. And in your head, you hear, yes, soul? He's hurting my kids. I can't. I can't. Please. You're wounded. I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. Please don't let them get hurt. They'll die. They don't deserve death. You cannot carry them any longer. Yes, I... What am I supposed to do? Tell me. Tell me what I'm supposed to do. I'm only a kid. Please. I'm scared. I can't... You get, you sense Ish, like, looking over your, your form currently. You cannot carry them any longer. What am I supposed to do? How do I- how do I save them? Please, how do I save them? If I can't carry them, please! You have to release them. Will that harm them? No, but you cannot hold them any longer. Or they'll die. Yes, they cannot survive inside you. If this goes badly, I don't know, I just- okay. You need only select where they appear. They appear behind Karis. <laughs> that's- that's what I want. I want them to appear behind Karis. They would be safe behind her. Unless I can go farther, but I, I don't think they should be... I don't know. I don't... I just want them to be safe. Please. Very well. I will help you. <laughs> Thank you. So, you feel another presence basically, you know, reach into your strange fourth dimensional fractal form and scoop out the two screaming entities. <laughs> the two The two sources that you can feel nothing but, like, pain and fear coming from them. <laughs> and then you can't sense them anymore. Not at all? They're not they're not in you anymore. But do they exist outside of me at least? I... Yes. Okay. Yes. So this is where I'm going to dump you back into the main channel and explain what just happened. Okay, we're going back to main channel. Oh no. <laughs> you okay? I mean, no. I'm scared. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. So in basically what happens is Glarv sort of reaches a hand out toward Soul, and Soul just sort of rocks back for a second and immediately looks worse, I think is what I'll say. Um, they look tired or more beaten up or haggard, just generally not as happy and healthy as they were a second ago. And also there is a bright flash of light 
and suddenly there are two objects on the ground to the east of Levette and south of Karis on the ground. They appear to be shards of crystals, like two two large crystals laying on the ground. So they drop the knife. Don't do no. anything to them. All right, so that will resume us back into normal time. I told you to... Oh, hold on. I need to turn the voice back. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the... Oh! Oh, hold on. Oh, God! I told you to stay back. Soul's just... Soul's just crying. Alright, so what's wrong? So, uh, shall I roll initiative? No, I want to talk to them. They just need a second. Okay. Alright. I just... I just wanted to talk. I wanted to say... I think... I understand that you're in the same position as me. But why would you do that to them? I don't care about me, but why them? Why would you do that to my babies? What, what happened? What's going on? Soul, what happened? I... Those are my kids. Who? What? Those fucking crystals! Those? Those are my kids. Don't don't hurt them, oh. please. We are we they wouldn't be in metal hands. Oh, I wanna hop on chisel and rush in there at this thing. So badly, but that is a really bad idea. Clark, I don't Soul's gonna go in his head instead of saying this out loud. Okay. You don't need to secret chat this. I don't Sounds think good. you guys will metagame it. I don't want to fight you. It's too late for that. Not going to do the voice? Oh, this is just in him. So it doesn't need yeah. the voice. Okay. So you already know how I was able to find you then. Yes. I was hoping that you wouldn't find me. I was hoping it wouldn't come to this. But I suppose there's no hiding from my fate anymore. I was kind of hoping that people didn't want to... Whatever. If it wasn't you, it would be someone else. Really? Or he would come for me himself. One or the other. Oh. Either way... My time was up, but I refused to lay down and die. I'm sorry. I take no pleasure in this. Neither do I. But you fucking touched my kids, and you have to go down. Probably wouldn't if that wasn't the case. But now I'm fucking pissed. Let's go. Now you can start initiative. Alright, let's roll some initiative. You bitch. Bone Devils win initiative at 25. Oh, come on! Wow, fuck us. Bone Daddy's win initiative. Shit. Oh, I'm angry. So, do you remember when I said I had like two bombs to drop on the on the, on the party during the finale? Yeah, this was yeah. one. That wasn't. Oh one of fuck them. us! No, I didn't think it would be. That, that's not the party. It's just me. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. Bone Devils are going to... This one's going to five foot step forward uh-huh. and full attack uh-huh. soul. Uh-huh. That is a hit, a hit, a miss, and a hit. Uh-huh. So one bite missed, the two claws, and the sting hit. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Claw, claw, and sting. I need you to make a save, a fortitude save for poison. Why does it always have to be fortitude? 22! Passed. Alright. Next. Bone, devil, five foot step forward, full attack soul. That is a critical hit and a hit. So the one claw hit, one claw crit. Okay. One card, slashing. Alright, here's the critical damage for the claw. 17. 
And six more damage to soul. Alright, critical effect is called We've Got a Bleeder, which means you take a 2d6 bleed damage. So I'm going to put an effect to give you seven bleed damage on your next turn. Okay. Likely you guys are going to get this cured before it ever actually hits soul. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Go ahead and put it on them. Yum, yum, yum. Bleed seven. There we go. Alright, that is on. Okay, uh, that is Bone Devil 2. Bone Devil 3 is going to move up. So from where it started, 20 feet? No, maybe 25 feet. Okay, moves up 25 feet and makes a sting attack. Misses. And the last one is not able to reach, so it's just going to sit in the back line. Alright, Sol, you're up. Sol just gasps and staggers back to the party. Just instinctively, without them physically playing on their lyre, music starts Mm -hmm. emitting from them for Inspire Courage. Okay. I just gotta select everyone again, fuck. <laughs> but Soul looks hurt and shell-shocked, buddies. <laughs> Not a good day. Not a good day anymore. This is a bad day now. We can hear it. We can hear it. I think we- I feel we need to pull these things into this room, because I- getting into that room is going to be very difficult. They got reach, guys. And maybe into this- Yeah, they got reach. Uh... <clears throat> Yeah, you could either just charge them and risk the attacks or opportunity, or you could... I don't... Actually, no. Don't do that. They definitely... I remember them having uh, combat reflexes. I, I think I want to get back to the crystals 20 feet past Karis. Oh, I'm, I'm wondering if, if I'm guessing right as to what Soul's totem is. I mean... No. It, I just said it's my kids, no. guys. Yeah, but... Yeah. Your totem is a thing that's connected to you. Those are beings, though. I mean, if you don't know what a totem can be. Well, his totem was his wife. No, his ring. His wife's ring. Well, there's... It might have yet to manifest. Or may may manifest. These fucking things are physical things. I don't know. Well, hope. I don't remember there being rules on it, not being physical beings, but I could be wrong. Alright. Well, I don't think it is, but that's my guess. It's more exciting than my previous guess, which was the feather. It's a little more fun. It's Burr's turn. It is Burr's turn. Right. <clears throat> so Burr is going to move up, shift into dragon form, and end up in front of Petravian and Soul. Moving up to these bone dragons, is, or bone devils, rather, <laughs> is going to provoke some attacks of opportunity from them. So that is going to be a bite attack from each of them. Right, one hits. <clears throat> and Burr takes 13 damage. All right. Okay. And then for his attack, he is going to make a bite at back at one of them. And hit for 27 damage. Okay. <sighs> Chisel, you're up. Are the crystals set on the ground? Like, are they like yes. attached to the ground? No, they're, they're no, they're they're laying. So imagine it's like a, a long shard of crystal. So at the moment, I think Chisel's kind of a little bit useless at the moment. Well, let's delay his turn till after me. Yeah. We'll just let Burr sacrifice himself to the blood god and then we can get on with our fight. <laughs> Shit. Okay. I mean, I don't know. That's what it's looking like right now. I can't see any other option. And then I'm going to burn two rounds of smite and bless everybody's weapons with Aura of Justice. Okay. So allies must use this ability at the start of by the start of your next turn, otherwise they can't. So they can only they only have this turn to activate it. And if they do activate it on this round, then they lasts for for ten rounds. So there you go. That's fun. okay. So 
Okay, so anything else Petravian's doing? I'm going to end my turn. Alright, that takes us to Chisel. Chisel's going to look around and be like, um, I don't know, snort, and end his turn. He has nothing he can do at the moment. Alright, that's what takes to Vera. Alright, Vera is going to start casting a spell. Okay, what spell? Call Lightning. <gasps> so, So what you see is, like, after seeing Soul just seems devastated, this fire just envelops her gauntlet and her arm, and then it starts sparking and turns into actual, like, bolts of electricity. Remember, if you don't use the smite... I'm gonna declare it on Glarv. Okay, you declare Glarv as your case. smite target. Okay, and you cast... Uh, Call Lightning Storm? Yep. Alright. Yeah, it's a full round cast, so that'll be your turn. Yep. Alright, Glarv is up. Glarv is gonna five foot step forward, wait behind his wall of bone daddies. <laughs> it makes me feel a little bit better that we're calling them bone daddies. <laughs> and uh, he's also going to ready an action to attack if anybody's crazy enough to get near him. Alright, Hummel. Buzz, buzz. Question. And Hummel can be closer, because I, I don't think I'm moving. How heavy are those crystals? Uh, that's a good question. I would say a couple of pounds each, probably. Do you think that the swarm could lift these? Okay. How many bees do you think are in the swarm, and how many? How much <laughs> weight can a bee lift? I think... Can you do some math, guys? <laughs> okay. Well, here's the thing. I think, it, if I recall, it's 10,000. 10,000? Okay. How much weight can a bee lift? A hundred milligrams. Okay. All right. Because there is a spell, Cape of Wasp or something, and that lets you get carried by a swarm. It's a thousand grams. So that's one kilogram. Okay. So they can can lift one kilo. They can lift a fucking kilo? Jesus. Kilogram. 2.205 pounds. 2.205? That's a lot of... It can lift one crystal of the two. And we did it, guys. Yay, Matt. (laughs) But then again... You could always, you could always have also answered. It's not a question of where they grip it; it's a simple question of weight ratios. But no, honestly, it is a problem with how they lift it because you can't. I don't think you can get ten thousand bees <laughs> on one of these things and all have them lift at the same time. I don't know about that. These are pretty. That's kind of their thing, isn't it? Is it? Do you often they see like, like teams of bees? Team <laughs> I see teams of ants. <laughs> yeah, lifting people into the sky. <laughs> You're not seeing this shit. shit. Is this the this is an epidemic out here? Is this the fucking murder hornets thing that I missed? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. The the bees start disappearing, so they say we they make us disappear back. Do you want me to move your crystals out of the way? At all? I will probably take care of it. I'm yeah? gonna okay. go back, be a Buffy person, and just collect my babies. In that case, Hummel is gonna charge in and envelop Glarv. Okay. Ugh. Because I, like I don't think the Bone Daddies get affected by If him. I recall, the Bone Daddies do not get affected by Hummel. Oh, okay. actually, so mm, no, no. What? Fucking Burr's in there. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Burr, our child full of mistakes. Uh, Burr just fucking okay, just burns things in a straight line all the time. Nope. So that's a cancel that movement, you said? Yeah, I, all right. In that case... So in the northeastern corner of the original Blood Fountain... Like map, Hummel's gonna go in the corner and just wait out this so that he's not around the crystals anymore. So Soul has access to them. He's gonna wait there. Alrighty, alright. I've got another roll of film to stick into Archie's leg, send up to his nervous system or instruction stuff. Give him another. Uh, I imagine that the last full strength was burnt off by now. Then I'm gonna make another one of those. Uh, do I need to add it to him, or is there? No, I need to add it to him. There we are. Uh, don't forget oh. to declare okay. your um, 
which one you want to attack. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna... Glavette will smite Glarf. Okay. Right. okay. Also, Hummel's gonna do Glarf. Okay. Fuck Glarf. Okay. And anything else for Glavette's turn? No, she'll stay where she is. She's, she's guarding those crystals with her life. Archie is going to declare his smite as, against Glarv as well, because okay. that's going to be a fun time. I think instead he might just hold his action. Okay. If they step any closer, well, a little more than any closer, if they come into that doorway, they're, they're doomed. Probably should have put him in front. Speaking of doomed, just wait. about to be some, some bloodshed. Oh no. Oh boy. Alright. Yeah. So Archie's, Poor boy. Archie's not doing anything? Well, he's holding a, if, if nothing else, he'll at least holds action to attack anyone who comes with his reach. Okay. Or any enemies that come with his reach, I should say. <laughs> Alright, Karis is up, and she is going to, once again, cast the, the Ghost Hand spell, ending her turn. Alright, Bone Devils. Yeah, this is actually a good spot for Archie, because at least if he stays here, then I can keep buffing him too. So that's good. I, I got a lot of turns worth of, of power-ups that I can keep stacking him with until he's ready to get in the front. Alright, so... Bone Devil 1, full attacks, hits with a sting and a claw. Bone Devil 2, 5 foot steps south, full attacks, hits with a sting and a claw. Bone Devil 3, full attacks, critical oh. hit, also hits with a bite, bite, and a critical hit, and a claw. Alright, claw damage incoming. And finally taking us to Bone Devil 4, who's going to make a 5 foot step down, and full attack, her, and does not confirm another critical hit, but... Oh, actually, yeah, just one hit on a claw. All right, total damage dealt to Burr is... I feel bad for him, but I'm also glad I went uh, 73 damage dealt to Burr. Fuck. Damn. <clears throat> he's not red yet, though. That's yeah, good. Burr's a medium boy. Medium. Right. Oh, God. Okay. Let's do All right. it. So, so that is the Bone Devil's turn. That's going to take us to Soul. Soul, you're up. I believe that answered that they don't have reach for 15 feet. It did, Yes. I'll attack with Symphonia's Wit to the Bone Daddy. Uh, I'm going to say the one Bone Devil, Bone Daddy 4, the one that's to the northwest of Burr. That's kind of the farthest away. That's going to be my smite. Are we closer? I guess I'll do three so it's closer because I'll be farther away. All right. Here we go for the attack. That's 25 to hit. That's a hit. Okay, roll the damage into chat. So I'll just use the first damage you rolled with an 18 and apply that to Bone Devil 3. Yay! Burr! Burn them! Okay, then I'm gonna run down to my kids. <clears throat> okay, so you move 20 feet down to the square south of Karis, where these two crystals are on the ground. So, uh, anything you want to do, Sol? In that square? Can I see if touching them will harm them? Okay. You, you lean down and you, you touch them, and you immediately make an, uh, an emotional connection with them, like just from laying your hands on them. Okay. You can feel that they're scared. <laughs> can I hold them? Uh, not on this turn. Okay. <laughs> You're out of action. Let's I see. get it. <laughs> Alright, that's going to take us to Burr. So Burr has the option of, I believe, declaring a smite target right now. Okay, he's going to uh, smite Bone Devil number one, and he's going to go after him with a full attack. Nice. Okay, and because of the smite, every one of those attacks hits. <laughs> Lovely. So it is plus level to damage, so that's going to be interesting for this guy. Wow. Okay, yeah, that'll do it. Okay, start rolling some damage here. Okay, uh, Burr just did 176 Yes! <laughs> Holy shit. Yes! 
So he hits Bone Devil 1 for 176 damage and destroys him. Yay! Yay! Kill the Bone Daddies! Good. But that is also the end of the his smite. End of his smite. Good yeah, job, Burr. Could you move that. over one step? I want. I want that one. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fuck me. Apparently. <laughs> ah. All right, Petra. Uh, I'm going to uh, cast Grace. All right, you cast Grace as a swift action. I'd like to move up to the southeast corner of the uh, Bone Daddy, number number three. All right, you do not provoke any attacks of opportunity. And you have a well, look at that. I'm going to Warhammer. All right. Uh, Bone Daddy number three. Give me a roll. That is a 25. That is hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Not much. Not much, but... Yeah, there you go. All right, that's something that's to chisel. Okay, chisel. Well, he doesn't have smite. Or he doesn't have grace. Um... Aw, rude. <laughs> Poor guy. No. Graceless. We'll just let, uh, let him roll to the next time. Hope an opening comes up. Okay, Vera, you finish casting Call Lightning Storm. You may now call down bolts of lightning as a standard action. So, Vera's going to let loose on Bone Daddy number four, the one that's the furthest back from everything. That is going to be a reflex save. Bone Daddy four is going to pass that, so he'll take half damage. Go ahead and roll the damage in chat. That is 28. Holy shit! Shit! Nice! Wow. <laughs> wow! Holy fuck! Holy you fucking shit! Just off the audience at home, five d six were rolled, and the results were five five six six Oof. six. God damn, son! Uh, devil damn, I believe. Yeah, this is Vera's big fucking. I'm I'm done being a just fired druid. Kaboom! Plus please. <laughs> I'll I'll move five. So I am now. So I'm now at the left side of Burr. Alright, that's the next to Glarv. Glarv is up. He is actually going to not attack anyone. He's just going to stand back and he's going to just hold his action to attack anyone that gets near him. He's just going to wait. He's just going to bide his time. Humble. I swear to God, if, if he uses a breath attack. Alright, alright, so Humble's going to go on top of Glarv. Okay. I just start stinging the shit out of him. And, yep, it's going to start stinging, and I believe that should do a smite as well, right? Yes. All right. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so it's... Uh, holy stingers. All right. 22 total. All right. You deal 22 damage to Glarv. It actually hurts him? Wounded. He's going to sit there going, ow, 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 bastards. All right. Well, that... Oh, okay. I'm going to burn a greater evolution surge. To give him another pair of arms and another pair of fists. Okay. Uh, two slots on the sides of his chest pop open and, and identical pair of arms and gauntlets pop out. Uh, and I guess I will move tw- 10 feet uh, ahead of Karis now that Sol has got their crystals and that seems to be all safe and good. At least we're taken care of. I'll move next to Archibald so that uh, I can continue to support him as the battle moves forward. Alrighty. Archie. I guess I'll five foot step forward and then hold his act. Well, actually, no. Actually, if he five foot step forward, he will be able to attack Bone Devil, too. It looks like wonderful. So he's going to, like, reach past <laughs> Vera and the dragon with all four of his arms. Uh, and that's going to be. Damn, this is going to be a good time. Nice. Nat 20? So that is a 30, a 34, a 41, a 25, and a. So that is a hit, and then the a, hit a hit, a hit, and a critical hit. Beautiful. <laughs> Alright, go ahead and drop the critical hit damage 
forced. 52. That is 52 oh, points of critical shit. damage. Alrighty, and then drop the other three hits. Now we got 29 points, yep. 27, uh-huh. and 26. Alright. Dead. He just like. Karis finished the Spectral Hand Ghost Hand spell, and she's now going to send it in to attack. Same target, Bone Devil number two. Bone Devil number two is going to get a fortitude save, pass, hits for 15 damage, I believe. Yeah, that's enough. Bone Devil two is destroyed. Hell yeah. Wow, Karis. Nice. Very. Only 15 damage, come on. Hmm. Fucking Archie just cranked out like almost 100. Yeah, but he didn't kill one. (laughs) 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 The kill shot that matters, guys, come on. (laughs) Archie's <laughs> just like, come on, quit stealing my kills God She has like five assists It's like, god damn it <laughs> right? these, these fuckers camping in the back with their fucking magic I'm not, I'm not camping I'm casting <laughs> I'm not a camper, I'm a caster Learn the difference This is how my class works, guys <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so but Bone Devil number three feel, yeah. is up, and he is going to full attack Burr. That is a miss, a miss, a miss, and a hit on the stinger. Yeesh. That is going to be 14 points of damage. Uh, Burr is now heavily injured. Bone Devil number four is going to five foot step to the south, and full attack Burr. That is a miss, a hit, a hit, and a possible critical mix? I do oh. confirm. That actually fudges his whole turn up because that was his first attack. Lovely. Alright, in that case, let's see what the critical miss is. That's good. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The critical miss is called This Is Bad. You take an amount of bleed <laughs> equal to your strength bonus. Oh. Can the tone devils bleed? bleed? <laughs> uh, yeah, they're not a, they're not undead. Okay. They're not they're skeletons, not skeletons they're, they're devils. They're bone daddies. Yeah. They bone daddies. <laughs> Can dads so bleed? He's gonna take no. five points of bleed damage. Whew. Alright. Soul. Alright, I don't have much option here because I haven't been healed yet, and I have that bleed thing on me. Alright, so Soul's gonna grab the wand with their mouth and suck on it (laughs) while they're picking up their kids. (laughs) Give me that sweet nectar. (laughs) Just pop it in their mouth and then pick up their kids. 12 healing points and hopefully gets rid of my bleed. Okay, you are no longer bleeding, and that burns a charge of your wand as well. Okay. So you also pick up these these shards you said? My kids, yes. <laughs> you pick them up. Oddly enough, they seem to feel more like calmer now that you're holding them. It's okay. I got you. It's okay. Okay. I'm just holding them close to my chest then. You got it. There isn't a bit of a pickle, but uh, he's also not going to back down because, you know, running away would probably get him killed. So that needs a dragon. It's way too egotistical to ever you know, back down from the fight because he's already in. Uh, all right. I'm just glad it's not because he loves his friend so much, because I would feel really bad if that no, were why. No, not at all. All right, that is a hit, a hit, a hit, a hit, a hit, and a hit. Shit! God damn, God yeah, buddy! <laughs> all right, so bite, two claws. Okay, it's in their head. Two wings. Yes. And a tail slap. All right. Oh, it's still up. Shit. It has taken 80 points of damage from that. <laughs> I'm so glad we have a dragon. <laughs> Let's see if Patrick can steal his kill. (laughs) I certainly hope so. Oh, boy. Okay. Petravian's going to attack Bone Daddy number three. That is a... Nice. Oh. 
So you hit twice. Go ahead and roll damage twice. 16 and 17. Nice, nice. It's still alive. Still alive. Yeah, they have an incredible amount of DR, which is why Bird didn't kill it. Chisel. No, uh, he is going to not do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Vera's turn! turn. Yay! He's going to not. (laughs) Not. So Vera's going to five foot step down to get out of the way of these Bone Daddy tails. (laughs) And you guys actually get to hear my description for yes, cure finally. critical wounds. <gasps> nice. So, so you know how cure serious wounds is basically a defibrillator? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you see the lightning-induced hand of Vera. Once again, it starts to glow before it looks like it's made out of amber. And then this kind of needle starts coming out of it. No, oh, no. I don't like it. <laughs> and Vera aims for the heart. And this is basically an adrenaline shot. Oh, shit, <laughs> man. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, like direct <laughs> healing. Heal. Come on. That is 27. Nice. Heal her for 27 points of damage. Nice. Oh, how's that one? How's that description? Scary? I'm scared? <laughs> I don't want it to happen to me. I'm good with sucking on my wand over here, bro. Well, especially thinking, because typically I feel like it would be like the size of a finger mm-hmm. or something. It would be like adrenaline shot. But this is for a but dragon. this is fucking huge. Shit, man. Well, I'm glad he feels better? Question mark? <laughs> Damn. Alrighty. Glarv's turn. Mm. And Glarv is going to attack Hummel. No! That was a crit. Wasn't it? Yep. Oddly enough, that was actually the only attack that hit. Okay, okay. <laughs> Crazy. This guy's attack bonus is insanely high, and the only one he hit on was a crit. Okay. But a bees. What is he? He can't. Was he gonna punch a bee? All right. He hits for fifty-five damage. Oof. <laughs> Yikes. So that burns out the temp HP first, and Hummel has now taken 14 damage. Ooh, boy. Yep. Also, uh, make a perception check, please. All of us? All of us. It's 19, jeez. That is a 29. Nice. All right, cool. Vera, you notice a couple things. Uh, the first one is that it appears that the beasting injuries that were suffered in the previous round are almost completely gone already. And the other thing is it doesn't appear like Glarb is any weaker than it was the last time you saw him. Like... The, the totem isn't doesn't appear to be effective. Isn't working. What? Like he's he's full strength basically. So that's what you, you you notice. Anyway, Hummel, you're up. All right. Well, first I'd like to have the swarm damage take effect. Okay, go ahead. All right. Is there still smite on there or no? Yeah. Yes. Smite lasts for uh, it'll last for nine more rounds. Keep stinging the fucker. All right. That is going to be twenty five points of damage. Excellent. Okay. And then Hummel is going to get out of there because okay. he can't take another hit. To the bone, Daddy. Oh. All right. So Hummel flies out of the room. Yep. Down closer to the altar in the room that we're all kind of stuck in. Yeah. So Hummel ends up south of Archie and Chisel. Cool. All right. Clarif doesn't seem to be getting hurt from what we're doing. He's healing. Is the totem not working? What? Well, it's the ring. What do we do with it? Inside me. Put it down or something? Oh, oh. I, I don't know. What do you, this is the whole thing now. What do you do this? Can I take it outside of me? Not right now. Uh, that's what I figured. Stop yelling at me. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, sorry, I'm just scared. Um, I'm so I'm going. I got a couple multi-step plan here, so I guess I'll I'll temporarily squeeze for the archivolt so I can get up behind Burr, because Archie's gonna move up. Burr's gonna have to endure some squeezing penalties, because frankly, Archie not getting attacks in is not worth that minus four at this point. It's getting really ridiculous. But, to compensate, I'm going to pull out another one of those clockwork exoskeletons I worked up. Slap him with a uh, full strength. He's got a big old dragon exoskeleton, but it's harder. 
It's got like steam punches. Cool, cool. And is that your turn? Yeah, sorry, that's my end of my turn. That was so Archie. Archie, what are you doing? Alright, so then Archie's going to uh, five foot step forward. I think that'll probably work out the best. Okay. Archie five foot steps forward and is now squeezing with Levette and Bird. And for the time being, he won't do the power punches just to be safe. He's going to wail on Bone Double Three first. So that's a 24 and a 30. Cool, cool. Uh, Alright, then one hit. Alright. And then the other two arms are going to go after Bone Double Four. That brings us a... Oh. Yes, 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 okay. yes. yes. Alright, go ahead and roll damage. 39 and a 38. 39 was a natural 20. The second round of attacks was a 20 and a 19. Confirmation roll was 36. Hit, so it is a critical hit. Let's see what the damage is. Alright. Okay, that's 40 points of damage from the critical 40 hit. 40 points of damage from the critical hit. And uh, 31 from the other one. We're going to go ahead and roll the holy crit card. See if anything crazy happens. Alright. Uh, the target also takes 2d6 non-lethal damage. Go ahead and roll 2d6. Seven points of non-lethal damage to Bone Daddy Four. <laughs> so helpful. Clocks his head against the wall. Mm-hmm. I imagine he probably dr'd that whole thing. He dr'd so. most of it. Yeah, they're dr's nuts. All right, that's gonna take us to Carrot. Karis is going to five foot step to the northwest to get behind Archie, and then she's going to reach out with that ghostly hand and try to fuck over Bone Devil Four. Bone Devil Four gets a fortitude save and saves twenty-two damage. Good roll. Good Ooh. job, Karis. Bone Devil is going to full attack at Archie. That is going to be a claw and a claw. All right, both claws hit. All right, seven and six. So pathetically low rolls. All right, that takes us to Soul. I suppose I take out Teresa's ring from inside of me. Okay. You retrieve Teresa's ring from inside your fourth dimensional storage space. <laughs> what do you want to do with it? Just hold it in your hand? I, su- I suppose. I don't really okay. know what to do with it. Put it on? <laughs> um, I don't know if that counts because I'm not really like this, you know? I, just my guess. The ring. All right. I'll put it on like my pinky or some shit. Okay. You slide it on your pinky. It feels like a normal ring. Figured. It's not magical or anything. I'm going to activate the Eye of the Protector. Now, when Soul does this, there's a very specific feeling they have to feel in order to activate it, and that is the desire to protect their children, so. Alright, Soul is surrounded by a nimbus of light, and that grants them 40 points of temporary hit. And that's going to take us to Burr. Burr is going to 5 foot step to the north to stop squeezing, and full attack the final Bone Devil. That is a hit, hit, miss, hit, hit, miss. So, let's see... To miss a wing and miss a claw. Alright, right hit, claw hit, wing hit. <laughs> yes. Hell slap. Alright, uh. that's enough to drop the bone devil. Woo! Bunch of damage is thrown out there, and the bone devil is reduced to taking 109 damage total after all of this, <laughs> not just not just what bird Okay. But total 109 damage, which was enough to kill it. So I think VIP for this battle has been bird. <laughs> yeah. As the last bone devil falls to the ground, Glarv just looks at the party arrayed before him, cracks his neck, and just smiles. Thanks for listening. As always, special thanks to Protagonist for the theme music, and Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. Interested in following us on social media? Do so on Twitter at CheckPleaseDnd, or want to support the podcast and be part of the Czech Republic? 
go to our Patreon under Tanisha. Until next time.